When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, before we get started with this week's episode, Gaze and I just want to say that abuse is not cool. Uh, we do not stand for abuse whatsoever. Uh, we're not going to go too crazy talking about it this episode, but just know that in light of certain situations recently within the community, uh, if you've ever been abused, speak up, speak out. Don't let anyone hold you down. Yeah, that's true. Um, for a lot of us, this is a safe place. This is uh, what we do for fun, for recreation. It's a good time, almost a getaway, escape almost. And to be, to to feel unsafe in this in this kind of community, there's no place for that. Okay, we should all feel welcome and safe here. So, any type of abuse, any type of mistreatment, misjudgment, anything of that nature, we definitely don't stand for that. Right on. So, anyways, welcome to yet another episode of Gust of Wind Podcast. Uh, I'm as always Stu, and we're doing this live on YouTube instead of Twitch for once. Uh, Gazer, how was your week? Week was solid. Um, Played at my locals, didn't play at all of them this week. Uh, played Friday night, did really well. And it, it was a team challenge, did really well. Got to top four, and I ended up losing because I turboed out my Zor V-Star list, and I took out the Manaphy, I took out the Ordinary Rod, I took out, like, two uh, Energy Lotto. But there's a certain card I took out that I shouldn't. Any idea what that is? Um, no, I don't know. I ran into Reggie Gigas. And oh. Okay. I took out the Dunsparce. Yeah, so you got rocked and I literally got rocked. Reggie. Yeah, you got rocked. Literally got rocked. rocked. Oh, yeah, man. so I got to top four team challenge. If the team challenge should have just been four rounds, and that should have been it. And if it was four rounds, I was gonna win that one. I would have been in on this team challenge for this for this certain store. But um for some reason with the new uh system they have, is it called Tom or Pim? No, Pim's the old one, right? No, Pim is the new one. Yeah, Tom is Pim's the old one. So yeah. So yeah, Pim. Just, uh, for some reason on Pim, it triggered a top four, top a top cut. It was ten of us triggered a top cut, and I ran into the Reggie player, and that was a wrap. So that was good. But then uh, that night, right, like literally right after I walked out the store, a certain guy pulled up in a in an Uber, and the weekend's been good ever since, man. A certain guy, uh, like to, to mug you, because uh, you know you're out in California. It's a little bit wild sometimes. I said California. It's California, not Baltimore, man. Not Baltimore. Okay. Okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not in the mountain time. Sh- sh- shots fired. <laughs> shots fired. But no, um, if you guys uh know Primetime Wizard, Wancho, Wancho, uh, he came to visit. He's he's in the States. He's in uh California. He's about two hours away. I mentioned it last week. He hopped on a train, rolled out here, and um we went to a win a case tournament. Went to a case tournament, uh top uh first place we're gonna get three boxes. He uh got to the finals. The other guy looked tired and defeated already. So Wancho, nice guy he is, prime time said, "You know what? Let's split." So they both took home two and a half boxes, and he opened uh, half a box with me on stream last night. And then I think he went to his hotel, called up his family. They did like a, a video chat, and he opened up the rest of them. He said he couldn't help himself. Okay. Nothing wild and crazy. Couple, you know, a couple okay cars, couple of uh, rainbow rares and alt arts and stuff like that. But uh, nothing ridiculous. He said. There you go. Yeah, I'm I'm jealous that you have all these events you can go to like almost every day There's of the week. So it seems many. like it like here it's a it's kind of a ghost town. Uh normally like I like try once to or twice out, a week. 
uh, not even like if I drive like an hour plus, I can maybe get something a couple days a week, but it's just not worth it at that point in time between the price no. of gas and everything like that. And like, you know, I, I run stuff at the store I work at and uh, I normally try and have a tournament schedule on a Saturday that I'm there, but I had three people show up. So I let them just play. So you like played, you made four? No, I, I let them play round robin. Everyone they got, they got a booster pack for five bucks, made it a little bit easier on them. So just gave them something no matter what to uh, break it down instead of just like crazy competitiveness. So it's well, kinda- um, today, so this is being recorded on Sunday today. Um, one shot, I went to uh, the same store. Mm-hmm. They host like a little mini tournament. It was 11 of us, 12 of us. And um, we both were going in the first place. I mean, into the, the last round as winners. I was 3-0, he was 3-0. But he had a train to catch. So he said, you know what? I concede the gazer. So technically I won. And it was a pack per win. So I ended up with four packs. I haven't opened them yet. But he said if that fourth pack is something good, he wants to know. And he wants to be sad and cry about it. Okay, there you go. Because I said, let's just, let's just uh, ID. We'll take the one pack and we'll see what's in there. And if it, whatever we need, or we flip a coin, we'll figure it out. But he said he just concedes. So technically, we've only played once and I beat him. So... I'm undefeated against Primetime Wizard. I technically am too. Uh, I did a viewer battle with him on a stream one night, and uh, this is like the week that Lost Origin came out on PGCGO. Uh-huh. And he he like got completely caught off guard by the Leafeon in the early deck list that I had, so that was awesome. Oh, and the Giratina? <clears throat> yeah, 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 and the Tino. <laughs> Man, so uh, what about you? Your weekend, what happened? What's going uh, on? I worked yesterday. It was a complete ghost town in the store, like I said, and today I kind of played video games and uh, hung out, so... Okay, so yeah. nice and slow weekend. That's yeah, cool. Yeah. Nice relaxing. Um, so it's pretty man, chill. I don't, I don't want to talk about what happened on Twitter this weekend. Uh, no, we'll talk about no. that uh, at a later date. I mean, this isn't the first time we had like controversial things happen like this on Twitter and and stuff like that. I mean, I, I remember a few weeks back, um, there was this whole thing. Remember, um, do you do you know Frosty Caribou? Mm-hmm. Yeah, she had she showed her uh, her card and didn't have a sleeve on that turned into a whole thing. Remember that? Are you foreshadowing right now? What do you mean? Ne- never mind. Never mind. We no, can't. but no, that turned into a whole thing, and just it it seemed like like honestly, it seemed like all the the pokey girls can we call them pokey girls? All the all the females in the community came together, and they you know they rallied behind punk you know uh, not punk Amy behind frosted caribou, and I don't know like one of the loudest voices I heard was a uh, uh, what's her name uh, Emmy Emmy, you know what I'm talking about? Emmy had like one of the loudest voices. She she sent out a tweet, and it was it was it was good. It was good, man. It was a good time. We yeah, need so, more stuff like that. Welcome back to Nick Jr., where this episode of the Blues Clues podcast, <laughs> let's find the clue. No, uh, we are joined. <laughs> we are joined today by uh, an awesome guest, Pokey Emmy, the creator of the Girl Power Team. Uh, so, welcome in. How's it going? Thank you so much for having me. I'm good. I'm so excited to be here. Yeah, you've told us before that uh, like we're one of your favorite podcasts, and then like the. The big outreach to getting uh, more females active in the overall community. I was like, you know what? Let's just let's just drop everything and we'll we'll book you, get you in here, so you can talk about the team and everything going on. So for those that don't know, you want to give a little like slight introduction for yourself? Yeah, go for it. Sure. Yeah. So I'm Pokey Emmy. Um, I've only been playing the game since about Evolving Skies, so not too long. Um, but back in July, I tweeted out a tweet. You know, I was a little frustrated with not seeing very much female representation um, and, you know, uh, some of the stuff I had seen on Twitter, the discourse. So I tweeted out, you know, do any other women uh, players want to be friends and make a team? And I expected, you know, a couple responses, but it kind of exploded. <laughs> And so uh, now we have a Discord that's dedicated to women and non-binary players who deal with the same kinds of issues. Um, we have over 100 players in that oh. Discord now. And then we have uh, 30 players on our uh, roster for our competitive team as well. So 
That yeah. like that makes y'all like one of the biggest teams, what? I think. Uh, Wait a minute. In general, for the Pokemon trading card game, and I mean, te- over- teams aren't really necessarily like a super new thing, but in the past year or so, they really like explode. Oh yeah, Leonard, his team, uh, Shuffle Squad, uh, the Trainers Guild, apparently. You know, you, you know, your boys. I guess I mean, I'm, boys I'm, too, I'm, 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 I'm not. A, I'm not a part of the Trainers Guild. Oh, <laughs> a secret shadow member. But no, yeah, um, teams are yeah, teams have been around, but you know, now it's like they're starting, and this is great for the game, honestly. But uh, Emmy, you said how many in, in the Discord server? We just hit over a hundred this weekend. And you said how many members are on the team? Uh, about thirty on our competitive roster. That's huge. That's huge. Yeah. So when people are saying, you know, where are all the women players? They are here. Like, you know, we are here. We're here, and we're not going to back down. We're going to be feisty this season. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. You said you've been playing since Evolving Sky, so not too too long. Uh, close, coming up on a year, right? Com- coming up about, on a year, about yeah, about a year. But um, you've been in love with pokemon for a while i've seen i, I love the tweet with you from your high school picture i think that was your senior picture day mm-hmm. yeah no i've loved pokemon my whole life um i i was just talking to my dad you know he remembers when he got me i think it was pokemon leaf green when i was like six you know got my game boy um so yeah i've loved pokemon my whole life and kind of put that part of, of myself away um in high school you know be the cool kid um but really embrace it again like my senior, oh, your senior year yeah, my senior high school photos. I think my mom yes. kind of did a double take when she saw them the first time. But Where'd you yeah, get the dress from? Hot I had to topic. cut you off. Where'd you wear? Really? They had, they had a dress like that at Hot Topic? So, uh, <laughs> yeah, I actually ended up finding on, you know, those like uh, secondhand apps that you can find, like Depop Mercari. Um, mm-hmm. I found that dress because, you know, I've gotten bigger since high school, but I found that same dress in my size now. So... It's a kind of nod back to that past, and I'm, I'm ready dope. to rock it at a tournament. That's yeah. dope. And don't worry, we've all gotten bigger since high school. Ask Steuben. Yeah. Oh, I mean, in, in more than one way. I don't, I'm kidding. Uh, my ego. My ego. We're talking about my ego. No. Oh, um, ego. Yeah, okay. ego. Okay. Uh, I mean, uh, you, Gaze, you're old enough to remember, though, like when Hot Topic was like at the goth place, though, you know? Oh, yeah. The day that like Pokemon and anime and stuff showed up in there, I'm sure a lot of people kind of like rolled over in their graves. Let me be real. Uh, growing up as a, I don't know if you guys are aware of this, but I'm African American. I'm I'm actually black. Oh dang! I um, had no idea. Yeah, it's, it's true, Stephen. I'm sorry. But uh, well, <laughs> we're gonna have a to... black dude. Here comes a new Twitter controversy. So Kaiser just revealed today that he's not anyway. But no, <laughs> growing up as a black dude, and I'm walking through the mall of you know of my of my local mall, walking through, and there's hot topic, and it's dark, and it's dank in there. Not the good kind of thing, the old kind of thing where it's like dark and, you know, it feels muggy. You just it look, you walk in, it feels like it would be sweaty in there. It just feels sweaty. It looks sweaty, you know? And I'm like, you know, me, me and my boys and they were like, we'll never go in there. What? What is this? And then a few years pass and I walk by again and I see uh, like a, a poster. I forget what the poster was. It was some, some anime I was into. I was like, oh, I, I guess I could pop in for a second and just, just see what's in there. And then you see other stuff and other things and... And I, I, I've been in Hot Topic a few times now. <laughs> yeah, it's not, it's, it's not the same. It's, it's not the same. It's not the same. It's yeah, I'm, I'm so... There. Um, oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, no. Go ahead. I was just going to say, I'm so glad that my job that I work, I can kind of just get away with wearing Pokemon clothes, because I swear, like, probably half my wardrobe now is just Pokemon clothes from places like Hot Topic. Well, if you're, I'm curious. If you want to divulge, and you don't have to dox yourself, what, what do you do for a living? 
Uh, so by kind of like, I don't know, trade or like my day job, I work as a bookkeeper. It's pretty boring um, working with numbers, but I actually got my bachelor's in animation. So that's what I studied um, in college. Oh. But it is a uh, ruthless industry and did not help that I graduated in May of 2020 straight into the pandemic. So that's kind of what I've picked up as a trade in the meantime. Yeah, the pandemic really did put a number on a lot of different things in general. It's uh, yes. pretty rough. We're still kind mm -hmm. of, like, recovering. And I mean, like, I I think the pandemic's also done good for Pokemon, though, because it really pushed the online Limitless scene um, to get a lot of new people into the game. Uh, I feel like we were kind of, like, it was growing in 2019 and early 2020. It felt like it was on a decline and then just this past year of competitive events has been absolutely insane. Well, I mean, people spent so many numbers. months just, you know, sitting around like, well, what do I play? I guess I'll play PTCGO. And they got people ignited and going. And then, honestly, stupid, have you ever heard the, uh, like the old phrase, you know, you don't miss something till it's gone? And when you couldn't walk into a store and buy a pack of Pokemon cards, and everyone wanted them, so like, I, I want cards, I gotta get them! And so, you know, the, the, buying, the buying frenzy came around, and the pandemic was bad, but it also was good. Is that right? I think it taught people self-worth again, like the, you know, fight for a living wage and just like the way things are getting better for people in general, but also at the same time, like things are still super messed up. Yeah, yeah, you're right. <laughs> All right, so let's get into our usual six prize turn sort of nonsense before we get too, too crazy talking about Why like... Why that be nonsense? Because it, it sometimes is. Before we start asking a little bit more about the team and, you know, the, the members and whatnot and mm -hmm. competitive accomplishments and goals and such. So you want to take the first uh, six prize turn? Yeah, I got you. Uh, Emmy, so what the six prize turn is, we're going to ask you six random questions. Three from me, three from Steuben. Uh They can and they may or may not be Pokemon related. So be prepared for anything. It's your job to answer as quickly as you can. No hesitation to spit out the first answer you can get out. You think you're ready for this? Sounds good. Okay, it's just like if you're using a Sable Eye and you're taking six prizes in one turn, you put two damage counters here and three there, and, two, and just, that's all it is. Okay, first question for me. Favorite Gen 1 starter? Uh, Charmander. Okay, there we go. Okay, you're fine. Favorite fine. genre of music? Uh, Screamo. Okay. Um, Dazer's like, I don't know what that is. No clue. No idea. <laughs> um, I only had one question lined up. I gotta I have to come up with stuff at the top of my head? Okay. Um... You told me to answer quick. <laughs> okay. Favorite set since uh, Evolving Skies? Oh, um... The latest one, Lost Origin. Oh, okay. Favorite Pokemon generation? Uh, Gen 2. Oh, she was going to say Gen 5. I was going to walk away. I'm going <laughs> to ask that more and more every week now, just to, like, okay. get people who like Gen 5 onto the pod and, like, just to drive you nuts. You people, you Gen 5, you Gen 5ers. Okay, um, last question for me. Outside of Pokemon, what's another, uh, I guess you can call a um, franchise that you're into? Oh, um, that's a great question. I like a lot of anime. I'm like looking around. What else do I like? Everything's Pokemon. Oh, Animal Crossing. That's a good one. Animal Crossing can Animal be a Crossing. lifestyle sometimes. Oh, call Emily. Yeah, yeah, she's she uh she actually has been addicted to Unite. She's playing right now. She's probably playing Unite right now. She's, oh, oh, she's been on Unite now. She's been I on, seen she streamed that the other night. Yeah, yeah, she's been on Unite. 
Uh, all right, okay. you stole my question, Gazer. So I did uh, not. No, I didn't. You, did no, I really? you, you did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was gonna ask like favorite uh, franchise outside of Pokemon. Okay. Uh, now, see, now you have to think off the top. Yeah, Go. yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, 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 favorite player of all time, like competitive player. Yeah, or or casual. I mean, it could be you could pick a YouTuber or whatever or content creator. I think we we kind of touched on this where I kind of hesitate to support a lot of players now just because I'm nervous of, you know, players that I have supported in the past coming out with controversies, but I will always, always support everyone on my team and especially Frosted Caribou. So I think that's probably a, a safe answer. I, hear you. Cool. <laughs> I shouldn't laugh, but I hear you. So you got to be safe. Like, yeah, uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> I get it. Yeah. It's, it, it's, tough. it's true. It's so tough. It's yeah. tough because there have been people that I've met at tournaments and then, you know, like get all excited to meet them. And I've talked about this, you know, coming as a kind of newer player, got into it during the pandemic. What do you see as a newer player nowadays? You see these big content creators, you see these YouTubers, you watch these streams. And so that's kind of how you get into it. And so yes. it is tough, um, especially. Yeah. But um, never meet your heroes is like that saying. Right. So I get a little nervous now, but Frosted Caribou, I met, got to meet her at NAIC and I felt bad for like fangirling a little too much, but uh, it was awesome. No, I um, said that never meet your heroes. Last yeah, I was just going to tell about that. We had Mitch from the Stabilize on, and I I adore Mitch, the content he creates. I, what I love about Mitch was, uh, I, I should have told him this last week. I love when he does his his, uh, his uh, YouTube videos, and he has like a little skit in front of it, like just a little cold open, just something funny. I love that about it. You know, I, I've mimicked that and did a couple things like that myself. I even messaged him a few months back, about a year ago probably, and I said, hey, you know, what software do you use to do this and that to make this move around this way? And he, he messaged back. So I was like, wow, we're interviewing Mitch. And then, Emmy, he gave me some of the worst answers and takes. I just, you never meet your heroes. Do you know what generation he likes, Emmy? Oh, no. Is it Gen 5? He likes Gen 5. <laughs> so when he said that, I was like, I just, I was so, I just was disillusioned with him. I could just. Look, look, like, I, I, I like Gen 5 a lot, but it's not my favorite. But I still like it a lot. Like, if I had to pick a second favorite, it would be Gen 5. Ruben. I It's the truth. If I had to pick a second Who favorite, it would, be, it would be Gen 5. Oh, my gosh. I really like Reshiram and Zekrom. I really love the two of them. They're like, decent. Like the you're, you're wrong. dynamic decent. of them. Like, uh, and, you know, and, and was super cool. And there's an N Android up on the wall somewhere. I, I hate it. And I don't want to, I don't want Pokemon to fight, but go Pokemon fight. Yeah. Yeah. Speechless, huh? Defend that. <laughs> I think. At least he wasn't Getsis. <laughs> Oh yeah. my goodness. Yeah, I think personally for me, that was uh the black and white came out like right when I was in my like cool kid era where I was like no Pokemon. So I think those Yeah, I don't think I've played black and white actually to like yeah. betray the people who love yeah. it, but knowing the Pokemon designs versus like they're like meh. But like I will say some of the character designs are pretty stellar. So in the environments in the Published? game too, like the desert. Oh, the desert was so cool. How like the, no, the no, wait, wait. She said the character deep. designs. Trubbish? <clears throat> Garbodor. Oh, I, said, I said not Pokemon. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> character I, designs. Oh, oh, all right, okay. <laughs> there was, you go. There you go. I mean, this is gonna be just fine. This is gonna work out just fine. <laughs> I'm glad. <laughs> but, but no, moving, moving on. Uh, Steuben, uh I think yesterday, uh, Limitless had a very, very large tournament. Is that is that correct? Yeah, uh, 600 plus players 
in the Limitless Showdown for September. This wasn't a late night tournament. This ain't, this no. ain't your father's late night. No, this, this isn't this, a, a this, single prize like, showdown. No, no, no jabs at uh, you know, the Mickey Mouse events as people call them sometimes when it comes to that. But no, six hundred and I think what seventy six exactly. I don't remember. It was like six fifty somewhere around six. There. Yeah, high six hundred amount of players. Uh, and Lost Box didn't dominate, even though it had a very high meta share. Uh, Mew won, uh, with Kiram in second place, Arceus and Teleon in third, and Dialga in fourth. There's a Dialga in the top four. That's what tricked me. I like Dialga in, in the top four? Yeah, two Gudras in the top eight. One was an Arceus Gudra, uh, one was just regular Gudra. Our boy Vulcan Turtle started the tournament 7-0 and with Gudra. Um, which is impressive in its own right. Uh, just, but you need just eleven, eleven Swiss rounds though is uh, pretty brutal to uh, to go through, especially in a best of one where like one bad start kind of actually just like ruins the game and the match for you. But still, uh, yeah, and I mean like the 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 highest place in Giratina was fifteenth. Uh, so it's kind of crazy to think that like we're going to go into this like. This week of people playing with these deck lists and then into Peoria Regionals this coming weekend. Yeah, I still expect to see a lot of Lost Box. If I was going, I would see a lot of Lost Box. And uh, I think Garretina's going to be in there too. I just, it's, it's new, so no one's figured it all out yet. Is that fair to say? But um, it's definitely intriguing. I think you're going to see more of it. But a lot of, what happens a lot of times, whatever's hot online, people snap up and they, mm -hmm. they take it up and they, mm -hmm. they play that, right? Yeah. So I wonder if, if, if Mew on, is on the way back. We said it like four times already, but is Mew on the way back now? What do you think? I mean, like, Mew gets access to Lost City, which kind of solves some of the stadium issues. I feel like, uh, like I played the, the, they call it a Turbo, and I'm using air quotes, uh, Turbo Mew, even though it wasn't like Turbo because you can't attack your first turn with it um, yeah. at Baltimore. But, like, now the Mew deck that I have slapped together, it, I put Mayoletta and Fusion Strike Energy and Elisa back in it just because, like, the single prize attackers matter so much more now with the lost box going on. Yeah, I played Mew with Fusion Energy with three Lost City at uh, one and a half K I went to last weekend. And I will say that Lost City, it really comes in clutch. And just the ability of having the Meloetta Donk is so powerful. Although I do see the pros to the kind of the, the turbo version. Mm -hmm. as, as long as you go first, I think that's a huge caveat of that list. It's tough when you kind of don't get set up going second. Well, let me just say, first off, you Mew players disgust me. <laughs> um, I was with Primetime Wizard this weekend, and he played Mew. And then today he decided to play Dialga, so he, he doubly disgusted me. Dialga's not a good deck, in my opinion. But um, Subin and Emmy, you guys and Mew, that's nasty. There's like six local players who play Mew religiously around here, just like won't stop playing. I'm like, it's, it's gross. Okay, listen, All you do is draw it's, cards it's not... and hit stuff, and you don't think, and you, you just... You know completely fine that that's not the only deck that I ever played. Like, look at look at the majors last year. Like, what did yeah, I, I know, at I Indy? I played Intellion. Took Intellion. I know. I in, know. In okay, Milwaukee, okay. I I was one win short of day two with Darkrai, uh, and then I played like this same fifty eight out of sixty at NAIC and fell on my face. And just, yeah. But but still, but no. like I I try to play different stuff uh, often. I hear you, and I I just I'm joking with you. I mean, I don't. Mew's not one of my favorite decks. I get it. I, I respect it though because it's good, but I don't like it. But um, I feel like I the bet, mellow I bet five bucks the day those battle arena decks with Mew come out, you're gonna go and buy two of them. Can I get two, please? <laughs> you'll be the first. You'll be the first in line. I just want to have it just in case. 
I mean, think about it. during during rotation. It's not losing a lot during rotation. So I mean, no, it's not. Maybe I don't know. Quick, but no. Quick um, ball is the I'll start with prime time. That, that'll leave. What what'll leave? Quick ball. It's the biggest oh, thing yeah. that'll hurt it. Well, and I'm sure we'll get some sort of new ball search with uh, Scarlet Violet anyway. So of course we'll have some type of other search, and we'll get another supporter we could use instead of Marnie or you know. But um, I was talking with prime time, and he was like. I don't get how this deck is, you know, the, is the turbo version. You know, he did he did the air quotes too, so yeah, you're not the yeah. one who feels that way, Stuman. But I, I just, like Amy said, I feel like the Meloetta play is just, that's just better, isn't it? The, if you can get that dunk on a Arceus, it's if you less get a, consistent. Uh, anything, it's, it's less consistent. But the, the fact you could high roll and get it is just, I think it's worth it, in my opinion. Yeah. It, it, now, now it is with Lost City, because Lost City solves some of your worst matchups. And if people ever tech like what Reggie on, Reggie Gig is, yeah. And if they ever te- like tech a drape, you on. knock out one of it, you don't have to worry about it again and worry about like Thornton shenanigans with Lost City, mm-hmm. right? So uh, n- neither of us are going, but you're going to Peoria, correct? I am. Uh, is this your first big event? No. So last no. season, I ended up going to uh, Salt Lake City back in February. And then I went to Vancouver Regionals and NAIC. So, okay, so you've done, done, yeah, you've couple. done enough. You've done enough. Yeah. To Vancouver. I know you went to Salt Lake and NAIC. You went to Vancouver? Mm-hmm. I, didn't know I that. did. Yeah. Yeah, it was fun. I road tripped to that one. The other two I had to fly, but yeah. Well, okay, Vancouver makes sense. It's right. It's just up to up the alley for you, right down the street. Yeah, it was like a I think five or six hour drive. It wasn't too bad. Yeah. That's not bad. That's about what I usually like to drive is the five or six hour range. And Baltimore was five hours, drove it in three and a half like a madman. Go home, yes. Go. Well, no, yeah, on, on the way home. No, no, on the way home, yeah, I, I, I it totally. You're a madman. I was not speeding on the Pennsylvania Turnpike. Augusta One Podcast, where we snitch on ourselves. Then, who's who's gonna get me in trouble? What are they gonna do? Okay, we'll see, this, we'll see this. We'll see this clip Fact, yeah. Come get, come. <laughs> we have me. proof that you were speeding at one time, or it's a fabrication <laughs> for entertainment purposes only. Who knows? Find out but next no, time um, on Dragon Ball Z. Next time, but no. Unfortunately for me, uh, San Diego is only technically a three-hour trip from a uh, Fresno to here. Maybe three hours, three and a half. But count, you know, if you factor in and count the traffic and everything else, it's going to turn into like a five-hour drive. So I'm really yeah. tempted to go to San Diego and just fly there and just Uber around the rest of my, you know, rest of my trip there, then drive five hours stuck in traffic, maybe six. One time I went from LA to San Diego, which is an hour and a half drive, and it took me three hours. So. I hate I hate Southern California traffic. I I, I do. I hate it. I just got a realization about that. I'm sorry. Just driving driving really through driving through Chicago to Milwaukee uh, back in June was an absolute crapshoot. Was uh, it really? Yeah, because I mean, like that's like right after you hit that time zone barrier for that first hour in the Central Time from Eastern, like a, like Indiana, Illinois, and then Chicago traffic. Even though you're only going to drive technically like two miles around the city. It takes two and a half hours to do it because you're in eight lanes of bumper to bumper. Oh, oh, golly, that does that sound bad. Awful. Okay, yeah, that sounds terrible. So try you know, and avoid, open yeah, roads. avoid that. Yeah. Meanwhile, Emmy has open roads and and nice mountains <clears throat> and trees and just everything nice over there. Yeah, yeah, nice, and uh, we've got our issues too. But <laughs> oh no, too much rain. Help. All that you know, and and Portland has definitely has like a houseless community issue, like. Needs Same more here support. In, so. I'm here in California. Yeah. Here too. So yeah, I get it. <laughs> yeah, the large cities on no. the East Coast are like that when you go to them. Is it really? I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah. The further east you go, the more coastal. Uh, there's definitely uh, situations in those those cities, especially in the inner city. 
Mm-hmm. This, no is, idea. this isn't the platform for that. It right. could be. It could be, couldn't it? Yeah, let's... All right, everybody, rally your politicians and no, we're not. We're not getting political. All your congressmen and no, okay, but no, but no, Emmy, you are going to Peoria. Um, heading into that, you don't have to leak what you're going to play. I'm sure you already have an idea. You already know what you want to play. But um, what do you think the meta is going to be like down there? I mean, I feel like it's probably going to be very similar to you know all all the one Ks, five Ks that we've been seeing and the online stuff. It's going to be a lot of Lost Box, probably a lot of Giratina, and you know the counters to that as well as Mew I feel like is still going to be pretty prevalent though um I don't know how well Lost Box will do I feel like everyone is throwing in two Empoleon because they're so sick of it (laughs) um and just don't even want to deal with it uh but yeah I don't know what I'm playing I feel (laughs) I'm a little nervous I'm definitely bringing like at least three or four decks and I'm still kind of deciding okay I have options and um one of my teammates and I were kind of working on a list that we thought we were so smart. And then someone was playing it in the Doom tournament along with us. Or I was commentating, but she was playing it too. And we were like, oh no, other people know about this abomination. So we'll see if I decide to play the abomination. I don't know if I will. That's what I'm calling it for now because it's not great, but it might fit into this meta. So Yeah, it's... It's gonna be. It's the first big, other than I guess if you can count Limitless Showdown, it's the first major of the season that is in Lost Origin format. Baltimore should have yeah. been. Baltimore should have been, but that's that's a scheduling issue with the delay. Well, they the kind of dropped the ball on that one, right? Yeah. I mean, it's they it's dropped mul- they dropped multiple balls with that one. Yeah, like the, the, whole, event, whole the venue, whole the scheduling, the timing. Uh, just I was talking with Primetime this weekend, and he he pulled out his Garatina mat. I'm like, that is gorgeous and beautiful. And he said that uh, they ran out, and mm-hmm. they started passing out Cartana mats. I'm like, Cartana? We, Cartana hasn't had a card in th- in three years. I said, who wants a Cartana mat? Yeah, it's a leftover. I remember looking at the prize wall, and I was like, oh, these are old regional play mats, like the Solgaleo Lunala one and whatnot. They were trying to give those off. Ugh, nope, not happening. Not happening. Yeah, that that event was... I don't know, I feel like the, they're going for a soft... Maybe not even soft, but it's like a, a reset come uh, 2023. So January, February, I feel like it's going to be a reset of almost everything, and hopefully things are better. You know, we talked about this uh, last podcast, too, so hopefully uh, things start to lean towards a different direction. Yeah, I'm not quite sure uh, what will happen. I mean, this is a different TO, though, for for uh, Peoria. Mm-hmm. There's three TOs that have the bids for this whole season. Uh, Team Northwest out in the West Coast regionals, and then, like, the central U.S. ones are all... Uh, is um, it day two day, something? Yeah, I think it's day two events, and then the East Coast is all overload. And um, I'm surprised that round three didn't get any this year because like their their events are always super good. And I'm and I'm biased because like I always like I, I grew up playing in AJ's events uh, inside of like Arby's and crap like that. So that's a whole different ball game. The legends say that you know people played Pokemon and Arby's. They did. The middle of nowhere, surrounded by cornfields and Arby's. We've played Pokemon. I've heard stories about playing at Arby's, playing at McDonald's, playing in parking lots on top of cars. I've, I've heard <laughs> yeah, stories. Yeah, that's that's Ohio for you. Car could be on fire on the highway. We're playing. I'll bench on Mewtwo and uh, just yeah, just playing. Just yeah, playing uh, anyway. double colors. Uh, X ball for the KO. <laughs> exactly. Uh, no, um, funny story at the uh, the shop we were at. This it triggered around four for the team challenge. 
I mean, a top cut of four for the team challenge, the store was going to shut, you know, it was going to close. They closed at 10. So our um, judge is calling the other store and it's like, hey, can we come by to your shop? And, guy, you know, guy lives around the corner from his shop. It's like, yeah, just come on down. I'll unlock the shop. So, you know, we're trying to scramble. Like, you know, if not, we can play in a parking lot and play in someone's car. We go to uh, Rising Cane's. It's a chicken joint, you know, a little chicken place. Or I mean, We're thinking of different options. And then the, the shop owner's like, you're not going to finish our team challenge outside of our shop. So, no, we'll just, we'll just stay open. We'll wait. Just finish it. So then we got to top four. I got demolished, and then uh, the other two, the the two finalists, one of them, he just conceded to, uh, it was Liam Kidd, matter of fact. The other one conceded to Liam Kidd, so Liam Kidd's representing that store. So I ended up with top four. I got a few codes for it. But um, yeah, we were looking for a place to play. We we're going to have to head into like uh, a McDonald's bathroom or something like that and play on top of the changing table for kids, for babies. <laughs> Dude, that's messed up. If, I mean, if we gotta, awesome. we gotta do, it's Pokemon. You gotta, you gotta play. <laughs> oh my goodness. So do we? But no, think... Amy, I'm sure you. Go ahead. Go, oh, go ahead. ahead. Go... No, you're no good. Sue, go. you go. No, 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 no Sue, I don't want to go anymore. I just, oh. I don't want to. All right. Well, <laughs> hashtag blame Gazer. Here, here we go. <laughs> Let that die. It's, it's coming back again. I'm mad about it. It's, it it's... died for like three days, and now it's coming back. You wait till the t-shirt. Yeah, does it? Doesn't have? Doesn't Gazer have legal uh, representation now? Yes. <laughs> Some his, not... yeah, his own made up Twitter account. I was gonna say I don't know where that account came from, honestly, but I'm glad it's there. So they're gonna help me out. No, they're not. No, they're not. I, I own the copyright. It's mine. <laughs> when the t-shirts come out, they'll be victorious. It better not be a t-shirt that says hashtag blame case. MW's working on some designs. Put, put me down for a pre-order. Emmy! <laughs> I didn't say that. <laughs> Multiple people said they would buy them already. Uh, so be prepared. Uh, oh my god! Just you know, you go to your first regional gazer, and, and like you see all these people hashtag blame gazer shirts on with the podcast logo on it. And you're like, I hate myself. Better not see that. That's it's super funny. Ask Emmy your question. I'm so disappointed in you. Going into Peoria, how do we feel about Kiram's presence? Is it? A meme? Is it a dream, or is it a top tier deck? I don't know. I feel like it's really good. Um, it, you know, it suffers when it gets stuck under path a little bit, but just not only having Rotom Phone, but the Orangaroo to make sure that you have that extra attachment. And if you have two on board, yeah, I, I struggle with that matchup, especially playing Mew. Um, and I didn't expect it to be as powerful as it is. So, I, I don't know. I don't think it's a meme. Uh, I think, yeah, it suffers under path, but especially, like, Helkia being able to throw three energy onto that thing and having, like, unlimited, you know, discard, pretty yeah. much. Being able to flip between the best single-prize attacker in the game, the best two-prize attacker in the game, and now, theoretically, the best three-prize attacker outside of Mew. Uh, it's, it's, it's insane. A lot of people wrote mm -hmm. it off super early as like a as a meme and didn't cover it they enough. Did? It didn't get it, it didn't get enough hype and like I was like Who super thought? excited to print out proxies and do a YouTube video on it. And like, Who thought it was gonna be a meme? I've how the the pre order price of a dollar fifty a card tells me it was gonna be a meme, and then now look um, at it, it's like eight nine dollars a piece. So me and I went about two weeks where I played Palkia Ice Rider, maybe three weeks, and yeah. I played it a lot, and I was like. When Kirim comes out, I said I might just swap out my Ice Riders for Kirim because Kirim just it's it's better than Ice Rider. And Ice Rider is good in its own right. 
to be able to hit 250 or, you know, 280 if I need to. But the fact that Kieran can scale up to that or even scale down if necessary, I can hit 120 and not discard anything. Yeah. I can discard one and, and hit and, 170. And, and, and or, now no. Ice Rider's not good for anything. <laughs> it's no. been completely replaced. Yeah. I mean, if I have to have the same weakness and just have a little more, you know, same weakness, I get a little more HP and I get a, a busted ability. I accept that. So, yeah, the only thing that I've seen, because uh, this weekend, honestly, at the uh, the case tournament I, we went to, me and Primetime, I met Primetime Wizard, by the way. I don't know if I mentioned that. For, like, but, um, the 40th time this episode, yeah. But at the case tournament and uh, that we went to, there was about, oh, man. So there was 29 of us, or was it 30, whatever it was, 29 to 30 of us. There was about eight Ice, uh, uh, I mean, Ada, Palkia, Kiram decks, and some straight Kiram. Just the ability to, you know, get that energy on, accelerate. If you have two Kiram out, you use the Oranguru. But uh, Emmy is right. Path shuts it down. Today This today I played, and a guy was playing Kiram. He's doing well, and then the opponent just threw down a path, and he was stuck for, like, five turns. Just couldn't top deck anything, couldn't do anything for five turns. So Path can shut it down, but it's Kiram's going to be good. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be surprised if we don't see Kiram. So let me get, uh, you might want to play some, uh, some maybe some Zacian, something metal, something metallic. So uh, this is another thing that I've been thinking about, especially talking about Mew and you know Turbo with the, only the DTEs or the Fusion Mew. And Fusion Mew gives you the ability to attack with a Genesect. And I actually did that at the one and a half K, and my opponent I don't think realized like the weakness that Kiram had. And so I was just kind of throwing Fusion Strike energy onto the Genesect Retreat, and I was like, all right, and so that's 420. And he was like, no, it's not. It's like, yeah, it is. <laughs> You're weak to, to metal. You're weak to it. So um, that's something that I feel like if I did play Mew this weekend, I would be leaning towards the Lost City mm -hmm. Fusion Strike energy build, um, especially mm -hmm. thinking that Palkia Kiram is going to be pretty pretty popular out there. Yeah, it's, like not, it's not impossible to get Genesect swinging. I mean, because, like, you know, you just put one there for, like, an, at least a sparkle for one turn, and they don't think anything of it. It's just like, oh, just sit on the Genesect. You have no other attachment. You could even, like, Jokes bait you. dumb it, and you could play it dumbly, like, oh, cool, I have a Mayoletta and a Genesect. I might as well sparkle now. And, like, well, they think that... Like, we have one target. Uh-oh. Yeah, they, yeah. Think, they think you're bricking. And then you start laying down your other Genesects, and you're like, all right, cool, let's do this. For sure. Yeah, no, I, I think that it's a play that maybe not a lot of players will see coming quite yet. Um, and it's something definitely to keep in your back pocket as the Mio player. Okay, so moving away yeah. from Kiram, uh, let's talk about Zorark. I know, Gazer, you're a big, big fan. Zorark? Uh, Zorark? I like it as well, but I don't think it's got the power to keep up uh, this first event, at least. Or at least the builds I'm that we've seen so far. Okay, I know this is audio only, and not everyone can see this video, but I just had to sit up in my seat straight, and I, I got to set these facts straight right now. You got to hear me out on this, Stephen. This deck slaps. I mean, it does. It does. It does get the ability to, you know, hit for one hit KOs and everything like that. But it just it can just fall apart if you if you whiff the bog, if you can't get the damage pumps to move the, the damage counters around. Your your DT inhibits your own damage. You're you're capped out at. 270 for the most part 280 280 yeah whatever math okay. um 280 310 with a belt um the only thing that sucks is the cap i can't reach vmax numbers all the time i can get to mu if there's no oracle which i had to do a couple times um but i'm thinking about and i i took out all the text out of my build i told you i made it more turbo more fast and it's it clicks almost every time almost every time i can hit two 280 turn two 
it's been ridiculous. It's so fast. It's so good. Uh, I barely miss anything. There's been a couple of games where I have missed. You're right. I couldn't get enough damage down. Or I missed the stadium. Very, very few games. But for the most part, I say I click about 75% of the time I'm hitting 280. Um, my main problem is I didn't run into any Kirim, but if I did, that would be an issue. So yeah. I, I was able to get Ice Rider early on because I hit him with uh, the Zorak's first attack where it just hits him for 30 and you know, runs to the bench. So I was able to soften up an Ice Rider like that. But um, if I run into Kirim at 3.30, it might just be too much for me. So I'm thinking about throwing in a, a Halucha, which sounds ridiculous, but just to have it. it. I can see it. Yeah. I'm thinking about uh, maybe Halucha. Maybe getting Dunsparce back in there too just for any other shenanigans I hit for fighting. But Zorak's good. I, I, I mean, I don't know how much you've played it or tested or played against it, but Z I'm trying to tell you guys, Zorark is really good. It hits hard and fast if you're playing the right build. There's different ways to play it. I'm playing mine with Mew and just turbo out, grab items, uh, look for supporters. I have a bat. I have a Luminion. I just, I dig, dig, dig. And I I had one turn I went through about 20 cards in my deck. So I kind of felt like a Mew player, just drawing cards mindlessly. But uh, I got everything I needed. and I, I hit for 220, and I mean 280. And it's crazy, man. It, it slaps. I mean, I don't know how much you played it, but what do you, what do you think? Yeah, I was going to say, I was like, Gazer, put in the Halucha. Just, yeah. I don't know. Um, So I went to the 1.5K with a lot of local people that I knew, and one of them was playing the Hisuian Zorark, and he had the Halucha, which I didn't expect uh, the first time that we were like kind of practicing, and I was like, okay, Oracorio, I'm safe. And he was like, no, you're not. Bonk. <laughs> um, so I think the only list I've really played is like very vanilla, like copy and paste list, just because I wanted to try it out. It surprised me. And I feel like as a newer player, if you're going to pick something up, something that's very consistent that you can just play, you know, you can see so many cards in one turn. You can play four Marnie, four Research, flip the V-Star Power, see seven new cards. Mm -hmm. That's going to be really nice to kind of get used to playing the game. So um, is it like tier, like S tier amazing? Uh, I don't know, but it is pretty good. Okay. Yeah. I got to show you guys something. That's fine. Okay. Oh, he's... <laughs> He's like, no, it's S tier. Here's my tier list. Put Dunsparce back in, though. Like, <laughs> I mean, you need that. The Gazer Beam tier list. He's got uh, S tier. He's got Burger King and Zorak V Star. I don't know how Burger King no, gets no, no. there. Dairy Queen. Dairy Queen. I mean, come on. You got to give them at least a B because when you go, you never get ice cream. It's always out of order. It's like a McDonald's. I mean, I was in Sacramento about uh, three months ago, about four months ago. And there's no Dairy Queen here in Fresno. We had one that shut down. There's no Dairy Queen here for like. An hour and a half away. So I was in Sacramento for my stepdaughter's basketball tournament. I'm like, oh, shoot, they have like five Dairy Queens here. Let's go to one of them. We went to the first one. I'm sorry, our ice cream machine is down. I wanted a blizzard. But okay, so at least I had the, I had the chicken strips at least, right? Cool. Day two, uh, this is her last day of the tournament. After her tournament's done, I'm like, hey, before we leave, let's finally get some Dairy Queen. Let's go. We go to a different Dairy Queen, different location. I'm sorry. Our, we have an electrical issue. Everything is shut down. So I never got that blizzard. I haven't had a blizzard in, in years. I'm so... Oh, I, just, can, I don't know. can mail you one, but it might just be soup by then. <laughs> cool. Hurdle, curdled soup. soup. <laughs> that sounds so it gross. That's <laughs> gross. That, it would be, though. You're right. Oh, my God. But no. But no, no. Uh, as soon as Zork, it's... I, I, I mean, I have a list. If you want to try it out, you can try it on PTCGO. I, I'll send you my list, and you'll see. It's it's good. i got to find a spot for at least maybe a, a Halucha. I still might skip out on the Dunsparce, although I almost lost to a dude playing regular Zorark, the Phantom Transformation, and he bodied two of my Zorarks with the uh, with the Fighting Wormadam. 
Yeah. Oh, uh, and I, I was yeah. like, oh, I my, can't fav- my this favorite is one, uh, Bermie Sanders, because he's Sand Cloak Wormadam. It's Bermie Sanders, because oh, Bur- Bernie Sanders, Bermie like the it. evolution. Yeah. And then Bernie oh, said, because he's the guy. He yeah, was, yeah. That's right. For president. I am, yeah, I am him, once I again it. asking you for more Pokemon in the discard pile. <laughs> Alright, I'm done. I'm done with the bad but No, I, I get it. That's funny. That's a meme? I haven't seen that one. That's funny. No, I mean, I just made made that up just now. Make it a meme? What are you doing? I don't have Photoshop skills. Okay. Alright, well, I'll make it a meme. It's right, fine. Awesome. It's perfect. <laughs> I went to art school. It has to be good for something. There we go. I'm once again asking Putting for the degree to work. Discard pile. Yeah, there we go. But no, um... Yeah, I think I will throw in the uh, Halucha, but probably not the, the Dunsparce. I'll just take my shot. I do get walled by two decks. I get walled by um by by Miltank. If I have no answer for it, it just if it comes out, I just pick up my cards and walk away. And usually Duraludon. Although I did beat Liam Kidd Friday against his Duraludon, his Arc Duraludon deck. I do you feel I, like, I don't know how I did it. Do you feel like if you played Zorak going forward, would you like put canceling cologne in there? If I if I put in a Halucha, maybe because I can one shot a Duraludon, so yes. But then there's still a second one to worry about, so I don't know. I'm not sure. I, my list plays a Silene, so I could possibly get another, you know, get it back again. So maybe. But then it turns into the text, and I took out all my text because I just wanted speed and consistency, which works, which happened. So I start putting in more text. I don't know. So I think I just take the two auto wells, the uh, Duraludon and just Miltank. I don't. Yeah. Know. I think that's something you have to learn too is obviously you can't tech for everything. Like you can tech for the thing that you think is going to be the biggest at whatever you're going to yeah. play at, but um are you going to run into Miltank? Maybe. Uh you know, we saw a lot of it at Baltimore, right? Which yeah. was kind of unique, especially some like big name players playing it. And I know there's a girl on my team, she will not give up that Mewtwo. She is clinging on for dear life. Uh, I know she's going to play it probably for Peoria as well, but um, what are the chances you're going to hit that? Yeah, yeah you never our local know. Scene. Nine rounds of variance. Mm-hmm. Yeah, our local scene, there's not a lot of mill tank, there's not, so I didn't want to have to worry about that. There's not a lot of fighting, although I did hit the only two decks that had fighting in it, but there's not a lot of fighting in this in this meta that, you know, my locals, so I'm like, buy mill tank, buy, I mean, uh, Buy Dunsparce, I'm not worried about that. And Miltank, I, I just lose. And I also took out the uh, Mana because I'm like, hey, if they want to waste their attacker and have Greninja take out two two prize, you know, two single prizers, and it's probably a Gengar, and I just bring the Gengar back anyway, that's fine. I'll just boss up your Palkia, and I'll just finish you off that way. That's so I I kind of went for what the meta was, you know, leaning towards, and it worked Friday night. Not so much Saturday at the uh, case tournament. I finished uh, 14th out of like 29th. So right right in the middle again. I'm I'm pretty average. I went two one two or wait yeah two one two two ties. I'm pretty average. I'm just an average guy. I'm not I'm not good, but I'm not bad, you know. So I think a lot of times, like you said, I mean, you can't just sit around and just okay, I'm gonna tech for this and worry about that, and then this card goes here for this, and then also you have an inconsistent mess where you have like five dead cards that you just can't even use in that matchup. You have to kind of see what the meta is. I mean, Azul made that good call when he played a uh, you know Arc Pikachu. He said, hey, Palkia is everywhere. Let's go with Flying Pikachu. And any other time, that card wouldn't see the light of day. But just for the meta that was going on, what was happening, that was the call. Right. And yeah, I think, especially if you're like a new player who's listening to this, someone who's about to go to their first regionals big events this season, like don't fall into that trap of trying to tech for everything. Um, my first, you know, big regional Salt Lake City last season, I thought I was so smart playing single striker Shifu Umbreon because I was like, I hit the Arceus. 
I hit the the Mew, uh, you know, for weakness, and then I had no idea what Dunsparce is. You know, I didn't know these things. Um, and then I proceeded to hit the craziest range of everything. It was so oh. fun, but I didn't expect it. Where it's like I played one Mew, I think, but I played Rayquaza V Max, Blissey, uh, like random single prizers, Sweetcoon. Yeah, I was like. What? It was so funny. I had to ask her. I was like, "Can I read that card? I don't know what it does." What? what? Yeah, you're um, always gonna find something crazy at, at, uh, at regionals, especially like the first round or the last round. Right, but you can you can go to a regionals and you can hit nine completely different decks, or yeah. you could be like me at NEIC, where I played seven Palkia in a row and wanted to die. <laughs> so. <laughs> It it really it, you know it it depends on the event you know it depends on who you like how you do and who you get placed on and all obviously there's going to be some chance but yeah don't don't get stuck in that rut of trying to tech for literally everything and be okay with taking a random auto loss unless that's yeah. the most played deck out there maybe yes. don't do that <laughs> yeah exactly but I'm like, I, hit, I don't see no tank I hit three and a half uh, mirror matches at Baltimore playing Mew and I teched for the mirror matches I knew how popular it was going to be with a Cheryl. And it, I, I won those mirror matches, but because you can just throw it away and not worry about any, any, any other match. Wait, it was how okay. Three and a half. What, what the hell? One of them, them didn't. One was one was like one was not the turbo. One was the uh, the the Mayoletta. Oh okay. So like it's a I half mean, Mew, mirror. Yeah. Mew was Mew, right? Mew was life. Mew was love. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, okay, Shrek. One of them, it's way easier to knock out your opponent's Vmax than the other. I think. Which is like the main difference, right? Because if yeah. you get four fusion strike energy out there, you just need one belt, one power tab. So, yeah, the other version you have to go through like your your belt, multiple tablets, uh, and, and hope and pray with your coin flips. Mm-hmm. Some silenes with some chromatics, yeah. All yeah, right, yeah, yeah. so we've hit. Uh, we've talked about Kira. We talked about Zorark. We talked about Mew a little bit. Um, what's next, Giratina? How do we feel about Giratina? I think it's a strong deck. Uh. But I just don't think like people have found like the sauce yet. If that I makes think sense. it's yeah, it's 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 not there yet. It it could be powerful because I ran into maybe four Garatina decks this whole this whole past week, and I went three and one against them. One of them I just uh, I think I tied against one, so it's like three oh one. But um, I could one shot them. They could one shot me. But basically, whoever gets rolling first, and the deck I played was more consistent, so I was able to roll and hit before they hit me, and. Some, you know, a couple games, you know, of those matches, they just clicked and they got it going and they were good to go. Other times they're like, okay, I'll uh, come Faye and I'll uh, retreat and I'll come Faye and I'll pass. I'm like, okay, not much going on there. Then next turn, okay, I'll bench Garatina and then I'll come Faye and scoop up net and I'll come Faye and I'll scoop up net and I'll come Faye and I'll Corliss and I'll pass. Yeah. So like, they just couldn't get it going for some reason. So sometimes it, it works, sometimes it's, there's, like you said, the, the socks isn't there. It's missing... Someone has to crack it open. I don't know who, who is going to be you, stupid? Emmy? Uh, Can someone, one of you guys? Where's my I cracked open Zorark for you. You guys got to figure this out. I mean, so Giratina is tough. I've tried to play it. I have the cards to play it in Peoria if I somehow crack the list between now and when I fly out Thursday. But I have run into the same issue where, you know, maybe like one in three games, you just have, you go Comfey and then you're like, oh, 2v star. Oh, I love uh -huh. that. Um, okay. <laughs> you know, and don't really have much to do, uh, af especially if you can't get started by turn two. It feels bad. But if you play it more of the way of 
play it like a single prize or play it like Lost Zone Box at first and then Giratina or do something spicy with Thornton. I think Thornton is like a card that is going to be much more explored in, for the rest of the meta. It's so good. Yeah. Um, but doing something spicy with that, you know, throw some energy down on a Comfy and like hope that they don't realize that you're going to Thornton. I don't know, you know, so it's tough. Um, but yeah, that that is definitely like a contender and the ability to just go flip. All right, you're knocked is so powerful. So um, I feel like you're definitely going to see it out there. Will it be more powerful or more popular than Lost Zone Box? I don't think so. Yeah, I think the ease, the first of all, the ease of access for Lost Zone Box is definitely a big thing. And I know like people like Mellow Magikarp always say like, well, a budget doesn't matter. It's a $70 region. I'll throw that out the window. Who cares? But I mean, potentially it could be like, you know, Giratina. I think the V-Stars are still about 20 US dollars a piece. You need two or three of them. That that could be you know part of a hotel room for a night or whatever. So you know it's hard to it's hard to say. I mean they were also super hyped up at the very beginning and they were like thirty forty uh, bucks for presale. So you know you can't just yeah. wait for mo- most people can't wait that long to get a card and then order it and hope. All right, I, fingers crossed. I hope it comes in time before I uh, you know I I ship out. Yeah, I've talked right. to about um, three or four people who are like, "Yeah, I got, I got the list. I want, I want to do, but I'm just waiting for them to come in. They're, they're not here yet. I'm just waiting for my guarantees to come in." And one guy was waiting for his Kirims to come in. They came in, and I guess he got them before they got super expensive. Mm-hmm. But he bought his Kirims. Like they're not here yet. I'm waiting for them. So I, I know what you mean. Sometimes you, uh, you gotta roll with what you got, and then it's just I have my cum face. I have my my cramorants. Let's just lost box it. So yeah, no, yeah. No, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, I that's something uh, that I'm pretty lucky about. I guess I don't know if I'm allowed to shout out the store that I go play at. That, go for it. Um, so, no. yeah, <laughs> Dragon Slayer Northwest. Kevin, if you're listening, you're amazing. Um, but, yeah, he has been so supportive. And he, like, when I was very first starting to play, I had a really bad experience at a different LGS and then found this LGS through the Oregon Pokemon community. It was amazing. But, you know, he let me go bother him and practice actually, you know, shuffling before I had gone to a big event. But yeah, he's told me he'll be like, if you have these 60 cards that you want to play and you don't have them, tell me, I'll hand you the deck and give you good luck as long as that you bring it back. So it's been amazing. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. Yeah, not everybody has access to oh. uh, stores that have that kind of inventory and stuff like that. That's for sure. So you, have, so you have access to just whatever deck, whatever your deck, whatever your mind desires, whatever your heart I wants. Hope just- so. I want to play this. I want to play that. Just whatever you want to do. Meanwhile, we're yeah. all struggling and fighting and clawing over cards, and you're just like, "I want this and that and this and this and that." Like I work not, at a, not that ahead. much, but like <laughs> no, I was just gonna say like not that much, but you know, I have my own Giratinas. But he was like, "If you want to play Palkia Curum, he's got it ready to go to hand to me before my flight on Thursday." So, oh yeah, that's Jeez. awesome. It's always a good opportunity to have access to stuff like that. Like I work at a card shop. I don't have access to every card. I buy them myself elsewhere. Like, we don't open singles because we're a smaller store. Like, we don't open booster box. The profit margins are just, like, it's just not worth it for a little podunk middle-of-nowhere store in Ohio to, like, crack stuff open when, you know, Big big Daddy full grip an hour away is like, yeah, we have everything. Come get whatever you want. So, it's just, Don't like, go there. We have it all here. Yeah. I mean, my, that little guy. in some places we'll, you know, open uh, product and get singles on the shelf, but not every not every store can afford to do it product allocations and stuff like that are going to matter again in January. So a lot of people who aren't supporting play at their local game stores, they're going to see a big difference in the amount of product that shows up in the future too. For sure. 
All right, so Giratina. I don't have that. Uh, we think it's hot, but not enough, right? Like I don't awesome. have this song. Yeah. I, don't I have like four stores that sell singles out here. I have access to whatever I want. The world is mine. I just have to play money. Unlike you, Emmy, you just walk in and just get a bag and there's two cards in there. Just I walk feel away. like well, Kevin still takes my paycheck. Don't worry about that. <laughs> I'm still buying lots of products. Honestly, like they're like with, with like when I message Gazer and like we we talk every day almost for the most part. Yeah, uh, we do. Uh, is that healthy? Is that a good thing or a bad thing? Probably bad. I hate you sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I was I was telling Prime Time. I said, Sub and I, I said, that's my boy, that is my guy. I said, but sometimes he and I butt heads so hard, but like, and like he'll get triggered, and he'll trigger me. And you know, normally, I'm, normally I'm the I mean, out of the two of us, who thinks more calm, cool, and collected out of the two of us? No, I don't think I've ever heard you guys get like heated, really. Because it's not public heating. It's <laughs> it's our it's our DMs. Don't make me don't, don't make me leave the messages. I will. Yeah. Or, oh, will. Okay. Oh, yeah. Go go ahead. Oh, Can, can't, cancel me. Strike me down and give me more power. No more, give me more power. But no, I'll, super, I'll, next I'll say something and it triggers stupid. And for the most part, I'm just like, okay, you know, it's fine. And then he'll say something that finally triggers me. And then I go up and we just, we'll go back and forth. But we always, you know, we always, cooler heads prevail by the like end of the day. 10 minutes later, we're like, all right, cool, whatever. Yeah. We'll make it work. <laughs> but yeah. So yeah, like you, you're always like though, like every other day, it's like yeah, I'm, I'm going to this tournament, I'm going to this tournament, I'm going to this store today, I'm going to two places today, I'm going I to 47 stores and buying all their building battle kits. Like I did that before. I did. You were a madman. You were a madman. Like, like on on pre-release weekend, I went to like seven or eight pre-releases. I just had nothing else going on. I said, well, oh, you guys, I feel like uh, you ever seen the Chappelle show, Tyrone Biggums? That the the can I say crackhead on here? Can I say that? I let's not. We're on YouTube. But is, he played a character that was a a drug addict. Is that better? Drug addict? Can I say drugs? Yeah, sure. I, I, dude, I don't. I don't know the TOS completely. What can we say here? What, yeah, but no, he was no, like, I you know, okay. he walked to say, "Y'all got any more of that drugs?" I, I say drugs. That's how I felt like. Y'all got any more of those? Uh, any more of those pre-releases? Y'all got them building battles? I just, I was just walking around at me like a zombie, just grabbing them and just. I still have like five unopened right now. I'll G open them one day. Gazer, could could you do September for Tyrone Bacon's cosplay? Yes, it's a red. You need a red beanie, a white beater, red and a beanie. brown brown I need a jacket. Brown jacket and yes. some like Hostess donut powder. I gotta put it. Yeah, <laughs> just get some yes, baby powder and rub it all over your face. Y'all got any more of that? I would. I'll do it. Y'all got I'll, any more Pokemon? September's almost over, but uh, I'll head over to Twitch in the next couple days and I'll I'll do something. I will. <laughs> oh my god! But no, um, yeah, it just. The access, like, uh, Primetime was so surprised, like, how many stores we have and how many, we have tournaments every day, literally. And he was so shocked. And he's like, there's, he's staying in San Francisco right now. And he's like, yeah, here in Frisco, we have a uh, one night, Wednesday night, and there's two stores that do it and they do it at the same time. That's dumb. Oh. That's what he said. That's what he said. But, um, he said that's all he has for, you know, competitive Pokemon in, in the area that he's in right now. Meanwhile, here we have Pokemon every single night. So he came down and said it was refreshing to play games and just laugh and have a good time. So the community here is funny and it's cool. And he, you know, he's like, Gazer, if I'm still in town, he said, because he's leaving, he might be leaving pretty soon. He said, if I'm still in town, anytime you want me to come down, he said, and he, he enjoyed streaming with me too. We streamed uh, last night. And he said, anytime I'm, I'm, in, I'm still in town, call me, I'll hop on the train or we'll figure it out. He said, I, I enjoyed myself. I want to come back. And I said, well, next time I'll come to you. And he's like, yeah, that's cool, but there's more stuff here. So I'll come to you. I was like, all right. So it's, I didn't know the scene was like that here. And yeah, you're you're super privileged with that. That's like a little bit. I am. So 
when Emmy's like, yo, there's there's one shop I go to, shout out to Kevin. He gives me a couple cars. I'm like, well, you know, I have five shops for cars and I can just buy whatever I want. Okay, home. And then Subin, you said just a little bit. And Subin, you say, you know, I had to drive out six hours to go to our local tournament and you know, two people showed up. Six hours? Like, well, no, that's not what I said at all. The shop I work at, like like you okay, this is like uh, imposter <laughs> syndrome. Like you would think that like people have told me multiple times, I'm a good judge, I'm a good TO. Um, an okay content creator and so on and so forth. You think people are like, oh, hey, we should go play his locals that he's running. Uh, like you would, you would think, right? Like, would you guys not want to play at my locals? I mean, okay. I would. See, that's all, that's all I need is one person to show up, and then we can start. <laughs> we can start building a community again. I, I don't know. Just all right. I'll start driving. <clears throat> all right. You know, it's a long drive to BFE, Ohio, Vania. Uh, <laughs> All right, so we've covered Gloss uh, Zone Box a little bit and talking about Giratina. Are there any other decks that you guys think uh, are super relevant heading into the weekend? We can we can talk about Gudra a little bit. So a guy playing Gudra today, and I, I still think it would be good. He bricked hard one time, but then um, a couple other games I've seen him play, he, he got it rolling and uh, just reducing that damage. And we had a trade-off going back and forth. Uh, basically, it was going to be whoever hits, whoever, whoever hits first. But I hit him first because he bricked for like two turns. So I just feel like it's so early for all these things. The builds just aren't where they need to be yet. Although I feel like I have the superior Zorark build. But um, most of these decks, the builds aren't where they need to be yet. So it's going to be bricks and clunks. And I don't know if anyone's going to be uh, brave enough to really try any of that at Peoria right now. It's kind of tricky. I mean, the only thing that we really have figured out right now is Lost Bots, right? I think so for the most part. Like, that's the only thing that's like 100% set in stone. And I mean, of course, like, Arc Intel made waves in that Limitless tournament. Uh, just like straight Palk Intel did too, so uh, you know it. I mean, that's either... tried and true. You know, yeah. I'm, t- I'm thinking of the new stuff. That's tried and true. We've had we have those lists set now. You make a few tweaks or a few, uh, you know, different changes for you know your your play style, your taste, or you know for the meta. But for the most part, you know, Arc Intel is going to have Arceus and Inteleon. You know that. But um, when it comes to to Garatina, do you want to play the Lost Engine? Do you want to play it with Arceus? Do you want to play you know with more more than one cram? Do you want one cram? Do you want a Sable Liner? What do you? It's 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 so much up in the air right now. I don't know if anyone's going to be brave enough to really play. I mean, you'll see it, but I don't know if anyone's really going to do well with it. And yeah. I think, the, you know, the more top players will be like, you know, I better play something I really know, something that's tried and true, something I can stick with and, you know, really rank well and get some points with. You'll have people playing it, but I mean, I don't know if it's going to top right now. Any of those new decks. Yeah, it's rough. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I personally would play something new. I would, just because, like, I'm tired of the same stuff. Yeah. Just my personal opinion. Like I, I felt bad for you guys. And I was telling uh, Wancho, I said, I, you know, he, he said he didn't like it either. When he had to, you know, uh, Lost Origin comes out, and he's like, I don't want to touch it for a week because I'm going to, you know, Baltimore where there's no Lost Origin. I don't want to get myself confused and mixed up and everything. But he's so excited to play it. So I know you felt the same way, too. So I know yeah. how you felt, too. Yeah, it, <laughs> it, it, was, it was kind of, an, kind of annoying because normally, like, you know, we have worlds in current format or new set comes out and then worlds in that format and like to have you know two majors uh after it should have not been uh that format you know it's kind of brutal so yeah i, I yeah, personally it's tough. play new and have fun yeah it's tough uh you want to try the new things shiny new toys you know uh break out the new decks but yeah i personally haven't played very much gudra i think that um Giratina is a little scary to it, um, and especially with like the lost vacuum being able to just throw away those big parasols if that's kind of what you're relying on. Mm-hmm. But we'll we'll see. I feel like 
there might be something that sneaks into, you know, top cut at Peoria that everyone's going to be like, they finally did it. They finally figured out the list. Because, you know, somebody's got to be working on the spice in the background, right? Yeah, and just keeping it quiet not saying anything like that. Oh. That happens all the time. We always see, like, yeah, the most, most random sleeper decks pop up. Remember uh, when Mewtwo Vegan became a thing just mm -hmm. out of nowhere? Yeah. Right. Yeah, and, and the other thing is, like, what's your goal, right? When you're looking at the, the deck you're going to pick, and that's the, something that my friends have brought up to me, like, as I was panicking, being like, what do I bring, what do I bring? They're like, what's your goal? As your goal points? Do you want to win the event? Like, what are you trying to do? Obviously, I'm not going to go win Peoria, but you know what I mean? Like, are what's you? the goal here? Who knows? Maybe. Probably not, but do I want points? Yes. So do I want to make my first day two ever? Yes. So that's where you kind of go, okay, maybe leaning towards the, you know, more tried and true builds here might be the better option, even though Drapion's a little scary. So uh, my grandma had an old saying, you know, you, uh, you stick with the devil that you know. You know, if you, uh, you have two decks that can be really good, but, you know, one of them's kind of untested, you're not sure. And, you know, they both have downsides. You just take the one that you, you know, that you know you're comfortable with and you just, that's what you choose, you know? Right. Um, coach I used to coach basketball with had an old saying. Um, you always dance with the girl you brought to the, to the prom. You know, mm. whatever got you this far to stick with and just stick with it. Um, Steuben has an old saying. No, I'm joking. <laughs> I have an old saying. What's the, go ahead. Go ahead. I mean, I'm, I'm curious. What's, the, what's my old saying? What would your saying be? Your saying would probably be something like, uh, you never uh, poop when you need to scoop or something like that. I don't know. If, or, or, no, you always scoop if you got to poop. That's what you would say. If you're playing around, if in a, no, in a you, second you, round you match, call a judge and say it's an emergency. I need a time extension to go to the bathroom. Can you monitor the game state? And if they, if you tell them it's a legitimately emergency, some judges will. All right, we'll hang out and we'll we'll give you a time extension, but you got to go fast. Oh man! But then what if you have to do the number two? Then we've got a potty. Start uh, investing in in uh, adult diapers. I don't know what to Here tell you. Uh, we could be the. And first, you, I mean, you're, you're old enough. We could get. Uh, you know, it depends the sponsor of the podcast. Uh, Wait a minute. Uh, okay, I'm. I'm we're, we're roughly the same age, but I'm, I'm old enough though. Okay, so yeah, I mean, hey, uh, your first accident could have already happened right now, live. It slipped out. Okay, let's end the pod right now. No, <laughs> this is our. By the way, this is our, our debut on YouTube, and this is what we're talking about. This is great. I love it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, I, I will say right out of the gate, I know we always talk about like content uh, for the most part and stuff like that for the scheduling. A YouTube stream was actually super nice. It showed up in like my sub feed for people uh, that like were, were going live and doing this. Um, it's not super discoverable unless you like specifically search for it or like find the channel link or whatever like that. Uh, but I mean, Twitch doesn't have good discoverability either. But this was actually super nice to have like a thumbnail put up and like pre-have the description. Like instead of having to like scramble exclamation shout out command, like Emmy's link for her Twitter account is already in the description of this. And this will turn into a, a long term uh, video after we chop like the first few minutes out. Like, he said he could edit it at the very, you know, through YouTube, right? He could edit through YouTube. and Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, this whatever we want. That is pretty cool. Do a bunch. So, yeah, I'm, I'm I, Am I completely moving everything to YouTube yet? No, but it give six months from now probably yes. YouTube scary. YouTube hard. Yeah, I'm I'm having a good time. <laughs> no, I'm I'm having a ball right now. Mostly because we have a, a V Punka Amy. Uh, oh Punka my, Emmy. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Emmy. Oh my gosh. All right, you, you get a you, 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 get, you get a free pass to annihilate him now. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, Emmy. I'm sorry. I'm muting my mic. He's all yours. <laughs> Emmy, have have at it. <laughs>
What am no, I supposed Emmy, to say? Um, Hashtag blame gazer again. <laughs> Don't let this be a thing, you guys. Don't let this be a thing. Uh, Please. You, yeah. I'll have I'll have Pumpkin Amy tweet it out. It's fine. She's too nice. Oh, I would, but just oh, Gaze is such a great guy. I just can't. I can't do it. I just he's so cool. He's so great. Yeah, no, she's amazing. No, you, I mean, you both are great people. But um, no, Emmy, I want to talk to you uh, real quick. Just switching gears for a second. Um. Sue and I did something, uh, and I think you did it before us. You got the cast with Senior Doom, not just once, but like multiple times. And now you're like his casting co-host on the Tournament of Doom. Correct. Yeah. You took you took our jobs. You took our <laughs> jobs. How does that make? How do you feel about that? I, I don't like it, but I'm happy for well, you. But I don't like it. I'm gonna be a Peoria, so uh, I think there might be an opening. I can I can put in a good word oh, for you. <laughs> But no, yeah. No, Doom is amazing. And um, I I was really nervous to kind of do some commentating work. I I felt like maybe I didn't know the game well enough. Or, uh, you know, I get nervous talking. Like, even before this podcast, I got a little nervous. Um, I think everyone does. But no, Doom is amazing. And I think that he and I kind of have that, uh, like, banter back and forth. Like, pretty pretty well done. And you know, we're both artists at the same time, so we can spend, like, all the time in the world as we're waiting for Mewtwo v. Union to end their match, to talking about the artwork on Pokemon cards and the history of, of the art as well. So, no, yeah, no, he's amazing, and, you know, shout out to Doom and Tournament of Doom as well. Yeah, he was our uh, season finale uh, before we took a little bit of a break, uh, and he and I go, like, super back with him, too, so it was super cool. To, uh, yeah. to end the season out with Doom. and Someone needs to hire this man already. Hashtag hire Doom. This Hashtag is like, this is like the hashtag Start that episode. Hashtag. Start that one. It, it's, already start, start. it's already started. Uh, people, people have been using it. Yeah, but that, that needs to like just start trending like completely. Just That needs to be a thing. Hashtag hire Doom, please. <laughs> yeah, no, Doom is amazing. I actually got to meet him at um, Vancouver Regionals. And I think... You know, I obviously now I feel like I would be more recognizable at a tournament, especially with knock on wood, our jerseys coming on time, maybe. But uh, being more recognizable at a tournament, you know, that's that's awesome. But at Vancouver, it was weird that people were coming up to me and being like, wait, you're pokey at me, right? That that threw me for a loop. But he he came up to me and it was like, a, I mean, uh substance deal i think i saw that uh xander or zan said we were able to say that word and he was like all right i got stickers you got stickers like yeah i have stickers and we just kind of traded stickers as artists so i bought that first connection turning into this kind of like long term i think i'm the semi-permanent co-host of the tournament of doom it's yeah. like my official title I'm, I'm jealous, yeah, yeah he, he's, he's a man yeah. of t- he's a man of crazy titles and like the, the tournament titles are always like questions in and of themselves that's always super awesome to see like his creative mind just go to work in so many different ways I dig for it. sure yeah oh so anyone that you're like excited to meet at peoria that you haven't had the chance to meet yet to like shine yeah. light on any other like community members that you're stoked for i mean i'm so excited i get to like be in a hotel room with three of my teammates that i haven't met in person yet so that's like really exciting. Like we've been talking, you know, on Discord this whole time since July. But yeah, no, um, I mean, and shout out to the moderator team as well. Like we've got uh, Riley Wren is kind of like I would I almost call her like the the co-creator. Like she really helped me establish everything in the beginning. 
Lexi Frisk, she helped me set up the Discord. We got Hunterberry, who helps me kind of in the background. Um, Clarissa helps me, you know, just kind of keep everything running. She's sending the good morning text in the in the chat and stuff. I'm pretty sure she's probably uh, listening as well. But yeah, no, we've got an amazing mod team as well. So I'm excited to just meet everyone in person and. And that's a huge part of the tournaments as well, is being able to hang out with your friends. Doesn't matter if you, you have, like, the worst tournament in the world, as long as you got your buddies there with you to help lift you up afterwards, right? So, I'm really excited. Just make sure you get your everyone. promo and your play mat, too. <laughs> For sure. I, yeah, I would, be, I would be really salty if I didn't get that beautiful Giratina mat, so I feel that for everyone who missed out. Uh... His, his advice, show up early. Get to the venue early. You know, most of the time they open on... Oh, no. They're always open on Fridays, right? Mm -hmm. The Friday before, mm -hmm, the yeah. side events going on. He said, just get there early. He said, just get there. Get your stuff. Get your swag. Get your cool things. And that way you have it. <laughs> For sure. Yeah. Yeah, that Garatina mat is too... It's, it's too pretty. I've got... It's, uh, my, mine's literally been, like, my keyboard mat. Is, is that evil to say that, like... What are you doing? My, like, 40-pound keyboard just sits on this thing. Like, hang on. I mean, my my Dialga one is the is my kind of keyboard mat, but that's part of the reason is I have too many play mats now. Like I oh, bought oh, two, no. you know, like to be like, oh, I, I'm gonna start playing. I know it's something to complain about, oh, but no. it's awesome like to see all these cool designs. But like, where do I put them all? No, I, don't know. I think this is the best one they've given. Um, I've seen in all in a hot minute, like. Uh, I've have, I've got some as early as like 2014 and stuff like that that are cool. Nah, I got rid of a lot of them over the years. Uh, it's just because some of them are just generic pack art, but this just this one just pops the colors. That one's that's it's nice. it's I, awesome. I am uh, I am playing on the uh, the promo Eevee mat that came in the uh, Eevee box from Pokemon Go. So I'm not privileged in that aspect. So you guys got me there. I'm slightly jealous. Gazer, if you'd like, I could sell you a Dialga mat for the low, low price of, uh, I don't know, uh, what were you trying to scam me with those uh, building battles look, look, before? I have some building battles here from uh, Astral Radiance. And if you want, I could send you a couple of these, and you send me the mat, and we'll call it even. Yeah, I mean, I don't want your bulk, though. Like, I want, like, money. Not your bulk. No one buys bulk anymore. Bulk's dead. Who are you, who are you telling? I don't, know, I don't know what to do with all this bulk. What do I do with it? Just um, start building a new house. Or add on to your add on to your house. Put an existing. Room. The three little pigs. <laughs> the, the big bad wolf's coming to blow it out all your Ooh. bulk. Ooh, it blows it all, yeah, it blows all your bulk away. <laughs> you hear like the sound like of a riffle shuffle in the background as it happens. Oh my god! No, um, I actually had a box from uh, you, our good friend Furion. You know Furion, uh, one of the uh, best breakers on Twitch. He sent me a box of just stuff. I bought like maybe four breaks from him, and he said he had to ship them out. So he finally sent me a box, and he sent. Uh, a Marnie play mat and two more Eevee play mats. And he sent all the dice I could use ever and sleeves. And he sent uh, he sent my breaks. A few codes were in there, and then he sent me a booster box of Lost Origins, man. Dang, Fury, so, where's my good. package? I've been putting your link with my promo code in every single YouTube video for like I don't know a year now. Calling you out. Hurry on, when we get you on this podcast, man, we're going to tell you to go back and listen to the end of this one. And it's like, hey, you got called out. <laughs> uh, we should just ask but no, them to um, like, make a gust of wind code for everybody, too, just to see if it gets oh, used. Dope. Wait, oh, just to see if it gets used. Yeah, I mean, because I mean, like, our codes get used. Yeah, they do. They so. do. <laughs> so, I mean, if you ever need codes, head over to freeonspokemon.com and uh, use code word GazerBeam. Code word Gazer will get you 20% uh, off. 10%? What is it? 
10? 10. 10. 10. 10%. 10. And they're already yeah. they're already the cheapest. I think like the Lost Origin codes are like 33 cents. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Compared yeah. to, yeah. Compared yeah, to, you know, some other scammy conglomerates that exist out there. Yeah. Um, but no, yeah, so I, I have a couple extra playmats, but it's just the, the ones from the, the you know, the, the, the sealed products, like the, the Marnie playmat. I have two more EB playmats. I need to get some nice swag like you guys. So I might have you guys beating, you know, accessibility of tournaments or, you know, cards and stuff like that in my local shops, but you guys got me on the playmat swag, so. I have a lot mm-hmm. of champion ones from League Cups, though, too. Thanks for rubbing it in, Stupid. Appreciate it. Mm-hmm. I'm excited if they if they come back next year because yeah I haven't played in the in the community when those were around so I'm excited to I'm looking forward to it too. I was asking I felt like a a newborn not newborn but like a a wide eyed kid asking questions uh, Friday night at the uh, at the at the team challenge. I'm like so when Cubs come back what happens? So what's that mean? How many points is it worth? Oh cool. (laughs) Do I have to pay? I was just I was just asking all the questions and just yeah. So it's gonna be a good time for you and me. I mean we we finally get to me and my students just like. I've I've been there and done that. I'm getting too old for this. I mean, I might I might actually be getting too old for this, with all the just ridiculous drama every, every week now. Oh, so uh, hey, save it for for like a, a future episode. We'll talk about it. We'll yeah, touch it. Yeah, next next week with uh insert. Hey, 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 well, hey, 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 Zubin. You've already dropped Zubin. the ball. You no, no, I didn't. You, no, yeah, I didn't. You, yeah, you did. You asked me if I knew that person at the beginning of the episode. <laughs> Great, good job. Now you, you really MWDC edit this part out. We're live, so doesn't doesn't oh, matter. Oh, no, no one's listening, right? Anybody in the chat? There's yeah, there's people here. <laughs> we've we've dug your grave, Gazer. All right, so we've covered decks. We've covered the team, uh, Peoria, the online event. I think it's time for some stonks. So what's this? Well, you want to explain the stocks? Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I, no, no, I explained the uh, the six price turn. You go ahead and explain the stocks. Right, I'm, so I'm a fair man. Go ahead. Stonks is basically a little kit and caboodle of uh, whether a card is going to go up and down in playability or in financial value. Gaze usually talks about playability. He's usually wrong and says something like a turn in Max or whatever. And I talk uh, about the financial side of cards. Gazer, what do you have for fair. us this week? You remember when I said the Raladon was coming back? Remember that? Yeah. Was I wrong? Didn't the Reladon win? Win what? What did it win? It won something. I wasn't wrong though, right? What What did it win? Uh, it won something. Okay, cool. It won. It won Pizza Party Four Twenty on Limitless. You dang, you, you, you got me. No, it, it did well. I forget what was it. It did well somewhere. It did, it did really well. I... It came back. I'm not wrong all the time, and I'm not wrong on this one either. Listen, here's my songs for this week. I have two of them. Okay. Um, Amy mentioned it earlier. Well, she mentioned both of these early, actually, so she kind of beat me to it. But um, I think Orangaroo is going to see more play. Based off just the fact that Kiram is on the way up, I think Orangaroo comes in. It also can uh, see play. Hear me out. And I've seen, it's happened before. I've seen it this weekend. It could also see more play in Lost Zone decks. Yeah, I think it already. it's already there. It's already there. Yeah. Uh, we've seen. I think so. Seen... Just, I, it's, it's in some. I see it sprinkled out in a few. I think it's going to become like almost a staple in Lost Zone. Well, in Kirim decks, of course, but in Lost Zone decks, it'll become almost a staple almost. Maybe about 80% of them will start playing a Rangaroo because I have something I don't want. I'll put it here, and then I'll use my flowers, and I look through them, and I select my flowers, and I don't want this, and it goes away, and it's gone forever. And it's, I didn't need this uh, Battle VIP pass turn five, so it's gone. So I think a ringer just helps out with that a lot. So yeah, the guru will see more play, I think. 
Which art? If you had to pick an art, which art would you pick? Um, I had a buddy asking if I wanted his uh his golden guru because I like that one, and he wants my guru that's like at a hookah lounge chilling. You know, the one that's chilling in the spa, the trainer you know, gallery. Getting... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's at the hookah lounge in the spa, and it's just like, hey, he's like, you know, he he has some good hookah. He wanted that one because I have that one. And I told him I think about it, but I I think I like the gold one a little bit better. I don't know. What about you? I think the gold one has more value uh, than 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 the other for sure. You think so? I would play the shiny from uh, Hidden Fates though. I, the shiny's an option too. I don't shining, mind the shiny, shining but I just, fates or whatever. Yeah, the shi- I seen. I thought about the shiny one too. There's two shiny gurus. There's one from a uh, shining face and one from way back in a uh, the Sun and Moon era. Yeah, well, that's not the that's not legal for a standard. No, but it's it's shiny and pretty too. No. But no, I think I like the gold one better. But uh, my second card for songs, and let me mention this as well. I think Big Parasol will see play now. Um, with Sableye running rampant, like I the, uh, the t- I told you, I played a couple. Uh, I've been playing Hazuian Hes- Zoroark, and I played a couple Garatina decks. My loss or my tie, whatever it was, came from a uh, just Sableye just raining down on my little Muse and my just my Gengars, and just I have to move damage around so he can't just you know take out two Gengars in one turn, you know what I mean? So, I'm using Damage Pump to move damage so he just can't knock out five Pokemon in one turn and take a six-price turn. So, with Sableye running rampant and with uh, Garatina just, you know, one-shotting stuff with his V-Star for no apparent reason, just like, hey, you're gone, you know? I think Parasol sees more play, even though it can be a lost vacuum of the way. The vacuum can, you know, suck it up and, and it's gone. I still feel like Parasol, you know, at least maybe a one-of. Or, hear me out, there's an energy card that does the same effect as Parasol, at least just for that one Pokemon. Maybe Wash Energy comes into play with Kirim and Palkia as a one or two of, maybe. Yeah, I see I yeah. see both of those. Uh, I have Wash Energy in the the Kirim deck, and I've got Parasol and a few other things. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I agree. I think that Wash Energy in Palkia or in Kiram right now, especially Palkia Kiram would be great. Uh, maybe a one-off, maybe two, if you're really nervous about the Giratina matchup. But yeah, Big Parasol, it just makes me... I mean, yeah, I guess you could see Fan of Waves taking away that uh, Wash Energy, but I don't know what's playing that right now. But yeah, being yeah. able to just Lost Vacuum in a way, like my early on Drapion tech was throwing in one Hero's Petal into movie max i thought it was so big brain and you know got lost vacuumed away and then drape beyond <laughs> i was like oh well oh, that doesn't yeah. help that's rough. <laughs> so it, it you know it's possible and especially in giratina that is running that lost zone engine it's probably going to have one or two lost vacuums so mm-hmm. you know something to watch out for but um i could definitely see both of those being played more often yeah i mean there's been instances like with me playing giratina at the, at the shop like they have vacuumed away my own air balloon after retreating just to get to seven cards to start yeah playing i've seen that i've seen you do that so and like, it's so right. cool to do it's yeah. so cool it'll it'll help you get there um so yeah i don't i mean the wash energy is definitely safer than the the parasol for sure right now it is but wash is just on that one pokemon right mm-hmm Parasol, you just pull out the, the umbrella. It, ha- and just yeah, it has to be in the active, it. though. It has to be in the active. Yeah, it has to be active. Yeah, you put on the parasol and just hold the umbrella, and you know nothing can touch anyone. It's beautiful. Yeah, Until it gets vacuumed away. <laughs> All right, Amy, what do you have for us for stonks? Well, I, I'm like, I wonder if I can grab it. Like my, my card that kind of got me back into it. Um, I pulled this beautiful oh, card. Okay, okay, that's, at- that's a big stonk. Okay. All right. Yeah. So. At the pre-release, Evolving Skies pre-release, which I don't think we were allowed to call it pre-release. It was like a preview tournament where yeah, you played the build and yeah, battles. Yeah, they were unofficial. Um, 
they were unofficial, but um, I, you know, I was nervous. I went to this LGS that I didn't really know anybody, and I pulled this card, and I had no idea, and everyone was like, "Get her a sleeve! Get her a sleeve right now!" <laughs> You're like, okay. um, yeah, but then I went. I bought another one, and I went home, and that guy was chilling in the other one. Okay. So it's like this was like I feel like a sign. Like there's all these random signs that I feel like I've had playing the game. Um, and that was something that was like, all right, now I've got to play single striker Shifu Umbreon. And obviously they're like something that's really near and dear to me, like as the beginning of me getting back into the game as well. So, yeah. So for those that are listening on Anchor and Spotify and, and, uh, uh, Google and Apple, uh, Emmy's referring to the, the VMAX alternate art, uh, Umbreon from Evolving Skies. Uh, right now the cheapest listing on TCG players, 400 US dollars even. I uh, yeah. I regret not buying one at 180 when I was like, that's too much for a card. Uh, yeah, I remember when I pulled it, I looked at eBay and it was set. It was like, you know, pre-release prices are nuts, but it had sold for like $700. And I was like, oh, do I sell it? And, you know, I'm, I'm glad I didn't, though, because I feel like it's just going to keep going back up. Hold on to it. It'll get to that seven hundred dollars in in another year. Yeah, I mean, it's then, e- they've yeah. even reprinted uh, evolving skies. Booster Box has had another wave. Uh, sleeve packs have had two waves now: one on Pokemon Center, one for the retail store. Two different print runs. Uh, you can find the evolving skies ETBs at like Sam's Club and Costco right now. Have you seen that Costco pack? <clears throat> yeah, it's like thirty dollars. You get you get a yeah with the eight, ETB and then a, a, and a, a case of like an EV ten or something like that, yeah, just all yeah. wrapped in a one. I'm like what? And uh, you know, it's it's potential that it's out there and you could pull it, but just it's such an awesome card that people just are like in love with it. Uh, but yeah, yeah I, I, I regret not buying one at one eighty at one of the stores in the area here. And uh, yeah, that's that's out of the I, question. I, I didn't make the same mistake. I went and got um, a uh, Evolving Skies ETB. When the second run came through, one of the stores was like, hey, we got ETBs. Like, let me get one of those. So I got that. And I bought a booster box of Evolving Skies way back, almost a year ago, way back in like November of last year, or December maybe. And I was going to open up on stream and then eventually I didn't get around to it. But I was like, hey, it's still sitting here. It's been, you know, a couple months. It's like March. I said, I should open it. And then soon I think you're like, no, don't. I'm like, really? He said, don't. And a few other people said don't. So I held on to it. And then next thing you know, it went out of print. And then they had a you know reprint, but it's still... Yeah, Booster Boxes of Evolving Skies is, is, is... I need to hold on to that. I'm never yeah, going to open think, it now. I think they're still about 150. They were, like, they were up mm-hmm. to 180, 190. They went back to 150. And they're just they're just going to mm-hmm. go back up once once they're they're done printing. Like when the nail is finally in the coffin, it'll it'll blow up. Um, so yeah, for, for my stonks, uh, I have Sableye. Break their old hollow rare Sableye from uh, Lost Origin. They're $3 a piece. It's the same price as a Gudra V-Star. It is, because uh, Wancho just bought a Gudra V-Star on the way out, and it was like $3. Like $3. If I asked you a question, if I asked you guys this question, this card here, I'm not going to say which name of the card is, it has 104 listings. This, okay. ca- this card, this next card, has 271 listings. The next card has 71 listings. Which card do you think is Sableye? Uh, 70, 100, or 270? I don't know. I'm going to guess the 71. Sableye has 71 listings right now. Giratina V, at uh, about five uh, five bucks and change, has 271 listings. Mm -hmm. You would think a hollow rare. 
would have way more listings if it's a $3 card compared to a, a, a V, the cover card of the set, for 5 bucks. Yeah. But what are you getting at there, stupid? I think we're going to see a lot of Sableye hit Peoria. <laughs> the market, the market tells, tells us uh, a lot more than people want to ever consider and think about. You think they're kind of holding on to their Sableyes and like, um, keep this for a while. Yeah, I mean, there's less Kirim V-Maxes on the market than there are Giratina V-Stars, and Kirim is so what are, still What are you getting at there? You think people are getting their Kirim and like, hmm, maybe I'll use this. I think we're going to see a lot of Kirim, and I think we're going to see a lot of, like, Lost Box with Sableye. I agree with the Lost Box. I, will, I think we'll see Giratina. Just, it won't do well. Oh, yeah, I think we'll see Giratina, but I don't, I, I feel like more people have bought in, you know, Kirim and, and uh, Sableye. Yeah, and we, I mean, we were talking about it a little bit earlier, too, with Lost Box is uh, more affordable, and so, you know, maybe more people are uh, more inclined to buy it as well, but the fact that a lot of the essential cards are in the rare slot, it's, it's you know, I opened a booster box, and Elias opened a booster box, we pulled three Comfy out of two boxes. They're about two bucks and each, too. Yeah, they're, it's like, we couldn't even get a play set, and I think two of them were, like, reverse hollows, which... I don't know. I, I I personally hate the reverse hollows of the psychic types with the creepy eye. I'll take it if I I'll take it if I have to. Right, like, and you know, I have to, right? Because yeah. I only pulled three. But yeah, no, it it is interesting to see these kind of more essential cards stuck in the rare slot. You can open a whole box and maybe you know whiff opening one Sableye. Yeah, I have five or six. I have six and a promo. You should, yeah, you should probably uh, keep what you need and then uh, move them while they have value. I'm just saying. I, I don't like know. Just the saying. thing with like Lucky V's and V stars and V maxes and alternate arts is like they they'll have longer long term value than a non holo yeah. rare or a holographic rare. Like yeah. the, these prices on these cards are strictly dictated by the competitive scene, not by the collectors whatsoever. I mm-hmm. mean, like scoop up net, they're four or five dollars a piece now. Scoop up net, the, the gold ones are pushing fifty bucks. Right. I, I'm rocking a heavily played playset of gold ones because I bridged them now for the longest time, uh, <laughs> and I was like, "Man, I should have never played with these, and I should have just sold." You probably them. still sell them for. I could probably still get bucks. no. I could probably still get thirty or forty if I'm lucky. That's even better. There you yeah. go. Uh, I mean, like we talked about full art bosses orders with Giovanni on it. They're fifty freaking dollars a piece right now. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Battle pass, battle pass pushed up to four dollars. Oh my a gosh. piece this weekend. I saw yeah. that. I was like, "That's ridiculous." How? Why? Yeah, I mean, uh, I think Fusion Strike is actually like super slept on uh, on the uh, collector community. Look at the the Espeon finally broke one hundred and twenty five dollars. I think Espeon VMAX alt art is pushing one thirty one forty now. It's gonna finally climb up there because no one's cracking Fusion Strike. You can get boxes of it for like ninety five dollars usually. Sometimes cheaper than that, man. Sometimes yeah, cheaper yeah. Than that. If yeah. You, so if you can get, if you if you wanna if you wanna have fun cracking packs with a good chance of something that's in there, it's decent between all the you know the fusion strike alt arts like the Mew, the Genesec, the V Max, uh, the Gengar. Sparkle, Did Gen- you see yeah. it? Yeah, skyrocketed. Yeah, Gengar is also blown up too. Um, but yeah, you can still get a box of that set for like super nothing. So if you wanna crack packs, have fun. <laughs> I um. I have so much stuff to open up for my Lost Origins. I I got them all on good deals, you know, good prices, but I probably went a little too hard on the e- I have two ETBs I haven't opened up, the like five builder bat five or six building battles. And I have uh, one of the uh, little mini boosters, the six pack boosters. Okay. But it was all so cheap. 
but I'm I'm gonna open it one day and then sell the stuff I need to now. So like uh, uh there's a guy here locally after a full art Thornton and I have one. I said, Well if I get another one, I'll sell it to you. So I hit one of those and then the come phase. And promo come phase is uh, ridiculous right now. Yeah, I think they're like anywhere between eight and fifteen floating around. I've seen them for I've seen a lot of them for fifteen. And I have these yeah. five or six building battles. Like, man, imagine if they're all promo come phase, all of them. Just imagine. <laughs> yeah, to crack them open. Yeah. What's stopping you? And then you have booster packs too. Mm-hmm. I think I'm gonna sell some of my VIP passes though. I seen that yesterday for four dollars. Like four dollars. Yeah, dig dig through your bulk, find your battle passes, find extra scoop up nets. Uh, I mean, I highly doubt anybody has scoop up nets at this point. They're extra right. scoop up nets. There's no such thing. They're a hot commodity. However, uh, one of the kids that did come to the store yesterday, he said he stopped at GameStop because the blue trainers toolkits are down on nine ninety nine on clearance at GameStops. So someone mentioned that at at the uh, locals today. There's a GameStop right next to the. Uh, Story we went to. Yeah. And he was like, Yeah, he's like, We went inside, we're looking for it. So we saw a sale and it didn't have any. I'm like, Oh, okay. Yeah, check. Well, so, I didn't know that. Uh, hot tip for anybody listening go check your GameStop. Look for the blue trainer's toolkit, not the purple, not the purple one. The blue. Uh, the blue one. Ten bucks. Ten bucks. There's at least two scoop up nets in there, two bosses, two research, two Marnie, quick ball, mm-hmm. incense, stuff like that. Um, I think ordinary rod, pal pad, whatever. All, all good cards, and also four booster packs and sleeves and two Crobat Vs. So, like, yeah, Crobat and some of those cards are going to rotate, but to spend $10 to guarantee yourself two scoop-up nets and four booster packs, that's pretty good. I think the packs even inside are random. Even if you don't want random. the scoop-up nets. Yeah. yeah, even if you don't want the scoop-up nets. They're a good card, if you, but unless you don't want them, you can still sell those for more than half of what you bought the box for. Yeah. Right. So, yeah. Um, the guy also told me that they had something else on sale, too. Some other ETB or something was on sale, too. He couldn't find anything. But uh, he said they're they're trying to clear out some of the other product i guess so i'm like yeah. okay i'll be on the lookout i usually like i said before i kind of hate supporting an uh, evil company like gamestop but hey if you can save money then i'm, I'm supporting you in that process not not gamestop <clears throat> i i bought a dragon ball z shirt from the gamestop next door yesterday for like three bucks there you go it was a uh, yeah it was, had freeze on there freeze was doing like his little death ball i'm like three dollars i'll take it <laughs> All right, so this will be weird. We're gonna move into the Q and A, and we're gonna do we're gonna do a live Q and A because we you know we don't have channel point redemptions. This isn't this isn't Twitch. Uh, so I miss you, Twitch. If you, oh, shut up. Take me back. Oh my god. So if you guys have any questions that you want to ask us or Emmy about anything we've talked about or something we haven't talked about, please ask away now in the chat here on YouTube. If you're listening to the uh, Anchor Apple google spotify version just you know come hang out with us uh on youtube i guess maybe twitch still uh follow us on social media that way you know where we're going live and when we're going live since we also record on random days sometimes so like last week we recorded on a random wednesday for us but it was a thursday for uh mitch yeah over there down under yep so, so it's always hard to say uh for sure uh i'm gonna scroll through uh i do i did see one question that i do want to answer earlier okay. from uh, ask those questions guys from you guys got any more questions? Cordy. Cordy asked, can you use a Yu-Gi-Oh! playmat at a Pokemon tournament? And the answer is no. Now, if you're playing it like your locals and it's an unsanctioned event, technically it's up to the store, but for the most part, if you go to like an official Pokemon event, like a regional, you can't use a playmat that isn't Pokemon or like plain colors. Uh, same with sleeves. Like if you have like sleeves that are like Dragon Ball Super, you can't use those. You got to use solid color or Pokemon branded only. Why is that? Why is that? Uh, to just kind of protect like their own branding assets uh you know, like when you sign up for regional you technically sign away like your photo rights um mm-hmm. and so they don't want to like post photos of like 
other brands or corporations or so on and so forth and also a lot of people make like these stupid super perverted anime play mats and they also just kind of want to avoid that too uh that are just like obscenely lewd for no reason i i have an ev play mat that's perfectly fine you can, oh, I have. <laughs> you can totally use that. No, I, I played have... a guy yesterday who brought up his Yu-Gi-Oh playmat. He said, I got you on the playmat, brody. And he has like a full, full-blown full Yu-Gi-Oh playmat with the ancient, uh, was it, the uh, Ra and Obelisk and, who am I missing? Slyther. Not Scyther, but Sly- Sly- Slyther. The uh-huh. Sky Dragon. But yeah, he had a playmat with all those on there. And I said, yeah, yeah, I'll, you know, we should hear playmats. And I started using it and slipping and sliding. So I just I said, hey, I'm going to put my mat on top of yours. And then, you know, got next to like, oh! That's disrespectful. I'm like, I can't shuffle. They're sliding around. So I was like, I always went, I was like, can he play that? But you answer my question, he can't. Yeah. And uh, Cordy just followed up. Uh, can you use Lucario sleeves in a Pokemon tournament? Yes, you can use the Lucario sleeves. Like, they're like, the, I think you're talking like the Ultra Pro branded mm-hmm. ones. Then, yeah, technically those are okay. They're not optimal. They're not great for shuffling after so long. But yeah, you can technically use uh, officially licensed Pokemon sleeves or even like imported Pokemon sleeves as long as they're Pokemon. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, we have a guy here who gets all the stuff from not all the stuff, he gets tons of stuff from Japan and orders it, and he'll resell it to people. Some stuff he just takes for himself. He has like a whole, uh, is it Jennifer or is it? I think it's Jennifer. He has like a Jennifer playmat, sleeves, uh, deck box, and he has one of uh, of Nessa. And he just has he has a whole sort of just a amount of stuff, different things, mm-hmm. and he plays with those, and he he's allowed to because it's Pokemon, like you said. Yeah, it's perfectly acceptable. Uh, Gazer, there's a question right there. There you go. Okay, here we go. Okay, so Emmy, I get. I think this question's for you, Emmy. Would you rather fight ten Pikachu-sized Gazer, Gazers, or one Gazer-sized Pikachu? This is terrifying. Uh, Gazer, how tall are you? Short. I'm very short. I'm only five foot seven, five foot eight on a good day. So I'm okay. not that tall. So not really terrifying. So I'm I'm leaning towards the gazer sized Pikachu, but I'm only five foot one, so I'm I'm even shorter. Um, yeah, that sounds scary. <laughs> Wouldn't it just be bad in general though? Because like it's Pikachu, like it's got lightning bolts or whatever. Like, but if it's ten of me, that's just you know size of Pikachu's. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. I I, right I would take ten uh ten gazers on that are like you know like a foot tall. I would just start punting them. <laughs> Yeah, I, w- I would do the same. I, yeah. I would kick, I'll kick the hell out I'd of myself. I'd find the nearest dumpster and just start throwing them into the dumpster. Yeah, I would grab myself oh, and just start tossing myself around and just kick the hell out of myself and then just, just slapping myself around. I would. Uh, I would you're, yeah. get, you're getting a little too aggressive there, man. <laughs> oh, my God. Sometimes I don't like myself, okay? <laughs> oh. oh, dear. Oh, Lord. It's that kind of pod, Emmy. Well, you listen all the time, Emmy. You know what kind of pod this is. I know, I know. Oh, we're... <laughs> I don't yeah, I don't see any other questions. Uh so again this is a weird a weird point for us since normally like we get stupid questions anyways from like Passman Toot and stuff, so at least here he can't find us on, on YouTube or safe from Pasp. I'll send a link later on so you can find us. I'll send a link. Oh, here we go. Question from Curly TCG. I actually met Curly yesterday. I didn't really meet him. I seen him I seen him in the, at the tournament. He wasn't interested in me though. Do you know he was so ha- happy and hyped up to see? Uh Wancho, of course. Yeah. Yeah, he's like, oh man, when you show, when you show up the locals and and what you know your your hero primetime wizard is here. Oh, he's here. Oh my god, took a picture with him. They put it on Twitter and everything. And I'm like, bruh, I was I was kind of there too. I mean, I have more followers than him on on Twitch, so I'm kind of you know here. 
But Curly didn't care. He wanted Wancho. But Curly has asked a question. You know, guy I met yesterday. What's up, Curly? Um, for a new player coming into the competitive scene, what tips do you recommend to improve? How can he get better? Uh, I can I can start. Um, learn to shuffle. That I think is the biggest thing that I struggle with still. Um, is is shuffle. You know, and get comfortable doing it. Um, don't be afraid to ever call a judge. And if your opponent gets mad at you for calling a judge, they probably are not a good opponent. So, yeah, your opponent should not be frustrated with you for calling a judge. Uh, it's there. I don't think, I mean, rule sharking exists, but like, please don't be afraid to call a judge, especially as a newer player. Um, I lost a round because I just trusted my opponent at NAIC. And then that same question came up because I, seven Palky in a row, that same question came up a couple rounds later and I went, oh, okay so that that's actually different so i shouldn't have done that so um and yeah just practice with irl cards as much as you can ptcgo gives you you know all these hints and lights up tells you what to do sometimes um practice with in real life cards as much as you can and don't be afraid to kind of look at the time and kind of scoop up your cards and go to game two or game three yeah uh just like my opponent got salty with me last week at Baltimore because I called a judge because half of his cards were double sleeved. Like I, I, I see bad intent in that situation, uh, especially like after them like kind of struggling to find the out that they needed, and then all of a sudden right. having set out, I felt a little off put by that. Uh, in the past, I've told people, hey, you know, you can't have your deck north. Yeah, uh, your your deck crooked at the corner. You got to turn it north and south. The judges will see that. And, yeah. You know. But now, I I think I'm gonna be a little bit more ruthless because like some people just like they don't listen and they just keep doing it anyways. And I always see like like opponents like when they cut your deck, sometimes they like kind of like look a little bit and they're like just we're getting we're getting. I think Pokemon and like not to diverge from the question, but I think I think the game is getting a little too big. Um, and we're going to go down the same routes that like Yu-Gi-Oh and Dragon Ball and Magic have had in the past where the community ends up just like unwinding at the seams and like we really learn how many toxic people there truly are. Um, Pokemon has always seemed innocent and quiet and, and naive for the most part in the past like, you know, eight years of playing it. But this year, specifically this year, uh, has been well, I mean, absolutely insane. At the same time, the growth is great for the game, which is good. Yes. But at the same time... But T I don't think TPCI is handling it correctly. Yeah, and we talked about that last week. Yeah. <laughs> I, I yeah. Think, the growth I think is great, not... and that's, that's good to see. But then, at the same time, you, you'll see more personalities, more people who are you know not such great sports or who are such great people playing the game. And that's expected, right? As the game gets bigger, it's, mm -hmm. it's bound to happen. We can't stop it, can we? We, we want it to grow, but to have this growth, we, gotta, we almost got to take the, the, the bad with the good, right? Yeah, it, I feel like it should be go, going without saying, just be nice, you know, ask your opponent, where are you from? Like, you know, mm -hmm. did you have to travel a long time to be here? And maybe it's awkward, like you sit down, and you're shuffling up, you don't really know what to say, but that everyone's feeling that. Um, and, you know, at the same time, like, if you have an opponent that doesn't speak the same language, you know, just be extra nice and try your best to communicate. I had that happen at NAIC, that's going to happen at ICs, you know, that's why they have translators sometimes there. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. It's it's tough because we want the game to grow, but like we've kind of talked about a constant state of what's the next drama that's going to happen is very exhausting. And it's also very tough for new players because what are they seeing right now is they're, they're just yeah. seeing yeah. a sea of drama, <laughs> you know, so. 
Yeah, I, I promise we're not all like that. Uh, I've met so many more good people than I've seen the bad eggs just on the internet. Uh, mm-hmm. I've, I've only had one bad egg in person, and I've been playing this for at least eight years, somewhat serious, uh, into like casual serious territory, compared to where I played Yu-Gi-Oh! for nine years straight with a Natsu invite every year, where it was just toxic from day one on. And I just couldn't take it anymore. Hey, what? I, I don't. I don't want to see Pokemon. I don't want to see Pokemon get like that. But like, if you if you see someone doing that, something just makes you feel uncomfortable. Whether it's a gameplay mechanic or it's something they said or like a ruling or a question, just just call, just call mm-hmm. a judge or just speak up, speak out. Don't don't bite. And, I was. I was playing yesterday. You, oh, sorry. Oh, go ahead, I mean. <laughs> I was just gonna say really quick, and if you say something to a judge and you feel like that's still not correct, appeal it. Mm-hmm. Like there that there's a reason why there's, you know, head judges assisted to the head judges, you know, assisted to the regional manager. But, you know, like there's there's a reason why there's a hierarchy. Channel channel yeah. your in and inner Karen and 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 speak to the manager. Like no, spike your hair you. up and <laughs> dye it half blonde and you know em- embrace <laughs> embrace it. Like just don't be afraid to call for help. I, um, I was playing locally. Well, I was, I was in a team challenge Friday, and a guy I play with every week, you know, and me and I, me, he and I, we joke around and we laugh and everything like that. We're playing, and the, uh, a couple of nights before, he called me out of my shuffling. Because when I shuffle, you know, I, I pile, I, uh, first I, I pile, then I, you know, mass shuffle, and then I do a riffle. And on my riffle, I flip the, the ends kind of towards me. And he's like, um, he said, do that again. And he called over the judge and he said, okay, see if you notice what I'm seeing. And this guy's a judge too, you know. He's like, when he's riffling, he can kind of see the bottom of his car. I said, okay, thank you for that. So I didn't, I wasn't aware of that. Thank you. I said, I'm not trying to. I'm just, when I look at him, I'm trying to make sure, you know, they're falling in the place the right way. Mm-hmm. So he gave me that info. I'm like, cool. Get, come the Friday night, we're playing, and, you know, it's for a team challenge, and I'm, I'm taking my turn. I'm like, okay, do I want a Marty or research? I'm debating what to do. He calls over the judge. Uh, can, I get a, can I get a clock for slow pay? So now the judge is clocking me. I'm like, wow, really? He said, well, this is, you know, kind of more important. It's kind of serious. I'm like, okay, I see, what, I see how it is. And I kind of took a personal first with the same time. I was like, you know what? It is kind of more serious, you know, atmosphere. I can't, can't get personal about it. So I just played my game. And the judge said, okay, I clocked him at this much time, for, you know, for turn, this much time for action. He's like, he's playing at a reasonable pace. He's fine. I'm like, okay. So I get it. But then um, this weekend, I had to call a judge over because a guy tried to uh, take back a play he made. He thought he had a knockout on a crowbat with a sable eye. He missed about 20 damage, wanted to take it back. And I said, if it was like a regular kind of thing, yeah, but I said, we're playing for, you know, three cases. I said, I, I can't, you know, I can't let you take it back. And then another time, someone uh, tried to use uh, Mirage Gate, and they didn't have seven. They said, no, no, I have seven. I counted seven for, you know, like, you don't have seven, bro. He said, oh, the water energy in the discard pile. I must have discarded it instead. I said, no, that was from your Greninja, and we were trying to figure it out. And he, he, forgot he, he forgot he meant to attach retreat and then use uh, flower selecting again. And it's just, I had to call over the judge, and I, I felt like, I don't want to say a, a bad guy, but I'm like, I want to get this right. You know, it's, it's, there's a lot on the line. So I can only imagine in a regional sense, you have to do things like that. So you guys have, you know, done that before that I haven't. And I, you know, my, my advice for you, Curly, is uh, like I said, don't be afraid to, you know, ask what's right, what's wrong, what's going on. Try to figure out what's happening. Uh, second thing you can try to do to try to really improve at the game is uh, just play more. Just it's more, the, as much as you can play locally or just, just play. Get used to interactions. Get used to, you know, shuffling, like Emmy said. And uh, just getting the experience playing, stuff like that. Find something you're comfortable with, stick with it for a while, and then move on to other things from there. Uh, I mean, I'm like you. I was comfortable with single strike for like two months. And I was a single strike, single strike king around here. And then, you know, uh, Temple Sinnoh came out and I gave up on it. So 
Find something you're comfortable with, Curly, and just stick with that for a while. For yeah. sure. All, all super solid. All right, mm -hmm. let's move on to the next question. Uh, this one's from our boy Dadazard. Oh, what is your most father. precious, may or may not be expensive card you own IRL? My precious. Ah. Well, we already we already know Emmy's answer. It's the uh, mm -hmm. the VMAX Umbreon. Oh, is, is that your answer, Emmy? I know you love it, but is that your your most precious? Like, oh my gosh, I hold on to it forever. Yeah, I was like, I guess can I have like a two part? Yeah, go ahead. Like, Let's so I've got I've got the Umbreon because that got me back into the game. But what also got me back into the game originally? Why I looked up Pokemon again? Like, do people still play this game? Is at the beginning of quarantine, me and my little sister, who you know we collected cards together as kids. We went back through our old collection, and I forget which Raichu it is. I wish I had my binder within, like, an arm's reach. But um, we were looking up the card, and it was worth something stupid, like $200. We were like, why is this thing worth this much? And we were looking it up, and um, obviously ours is well-loved. It's well-worn, you know? But going back through that and, like, looking up, do people still play the game? Watching the Players' Cup online, finding Frosted Caribou's content kind of started me on this whole journey and so that card is also like it's in my binder right now like you know oh my gosh emily sorry i see my best friends in chat now and i saw clarissa earlier Dazer, what do you have um a couple cards from my childhood uh i'm i'm i don't know if you're aware of this too but i'm a, i'm a on the uh, older age of a pokemon fan yes yeah, so we also learned you're african-american this episode too yeah, it's, it's a lot going on. A lot of leaks. And, uh, I'll put out a I'll put out a tweet later. You know, saying uh, you know, I, yes, I am black. Uh, yes, I am older. Prepare the pref um, press conference. <laughs> I'll get the conference ready. Haven't had one of those in a while. But no, from my older days of you know playing, uh, the, the chase card was in base set. What was the chase card, Stu? You know what this was? Oh, it was Hitmonchan. It was the best card in the game. Haymaker, oh, Haymaker, Haymaker was the bomb, baby. I love that Haymaker, man. It was, it was the Charizard. We all know that. Danazard would be so proud right now. It was the Charizard. And I never did get a base head Charizard because it was too expensive. Even, I mean, back in my day, I'm a little 9, 10-year-old snot-nosed kid. I'm like, that's such a cool card. How much is it? And the guy at the shop's like, oh, this is $112. I'm like, oh, I can't afford that. I'm, I'm 10. I'm 9. Whatever. Um, but, you know, I started, you know, mowing lawns or, you know, doing chores around the house. Got a little money. And by that time, base set 2 came out. So now I'm a little bit older. I have some money, and I'm like, yo, I want a Charizard finally. So I bought a base set 2 Charizard. It was in the top loader for the first time I ever. I never had a card, you know, this valuable in a top loader. And I'm like, whoa. And I still have that card. I don't know what it's worth right now, but it should be in decent shape. Um, I really cherish that card a lot. And my second one is uh, my first edition Lugia from Neo Genesis. That can, That's um, a beautiful card. That, yeah, that can, yeah. Get, that can get up there uh, pretty high. Yeah. I thought it was a cool card. You know, when I, I, I bought a booster box of uh, Neo Genesis when it came out. I had money then. Um, and I, I pulled that and I, I really enjoyed it. And I was like, this is a cool looking card. It's not good to play, but I'm like, it's cool. And it's first edition. I said, so I'll, I'll keep it safe. So I put it, you know, in a, in a little top load or two and I set it off to the side of, in the back of my binder. And now I, I, I hear it's up there now. And I have one regular Lugia and I have a first edition. I'm pretty sure they're worth a little something. So those cards are kind of, they mean a little bit, no, a little bit to me. What about you, Stu? I don't think I have one. Like legitimately. Really? Like I don't have any of my childhood cards. I sold them all when I was a teenager to to get a car. Um, I, I mean, I'm not like a super attached to any card specifically either. Um, I know it sounds rough to say, but like you know, I never grew up well off. 
Um, so like, you know, if I had to get a new deck or whatever, I would always have to trade away and just never got attached to anything. And I really don't collect. Uh, I mean, like I have all the Ampharos cards, I guess you could say collectively, like the Ampharos stuff is yeah. important to me, but like at uh, worst case scenario, if I was in a pickle, I would sell it. I have like, I, I could, I could, um, I mean, I have my childhood copy of red still that doesn't have its stickers on it and stuff like that and the original save file and all that so i mean like i guess it's kind of in the same vein but yeah not for the most part i don't have like a card specifically i'm surprised it's not mega Ampharos. i mean you have the whole deck your one of your first youtube videos about pokemon is about that we don't talk about those days okay sorry <laughs> i don't know how those yeah. those videos have thousands of views i really don't i have no idea people like old pokemon youtube was like a whole different ball game compared to what it is now where you've got like as as uh mitch talked about last week where you've got everybody uploading the same three decks over and over and over again back in the day we didn't have a metagame people just made decks on whatever like could you imagine like if every channel was like dark and you know, or whatever like you know it would have been a whole back in my day everybody yeah. played whatever it was the wild wild west out there yeah whole <laughs> different whole different ball game then no no there was a metagame it was do you remember when um and, and I mean, I'll explain this to you. Do you remember when uh, uh, Sneasel came out? Oh, God, it was banned. It got banned. It got banned. It got banned. You remember when Slow King came out? It got banned. Yeah, Sneasel and Slow King, were, they were in the same deck here locally for me, and everyone played it. I even played it, too. I was guilty of it. Well, the reason for that is they screwed up the translation for Slow King. Yeah. It wasn't supposed to stack. Like, you were only it supposed wasn't. to apply one of, those, one of those. And it had to be hours. And it had to be active. Mm -hmm. I mean, what it was, there was a card called Slow King, and it was... It had an attack for like three psychic energy. And then, hear, hear me out, damage was real lower back then. You know, HP was lower. Three psychic energies, it did 20 damage. And, you know, if you flip a coin, you do like another 20 or another 30, something like that. Not that great, right? It was the ability. Or back then it was called Pokemon Power that was really busted. It got mistranslated. And instead of being, you know, the correct way it said, whenever your opponent plays a trainer card, and all trainer cards, there was no supporters or no items. Everything was a trainer card. So whenever you're trying to play a training card, so, you know, Professor's uh, Research was called Professor's Oak. You discard, draw seven. Or Bill, you draw two cards. Or Switch, whatever you try to play. They flip a coin. If Tails, they don't play that card, nothing happens, and it goes on top of their deck. Oh. So people would get four Slow King out. You and if anyone tried to play four heads. You had to flip four heads to just play that trainer card. That's awful. Mm -hmm. It was bad. It was. I remember. I remember playing it at. Uh, uh, there's a store called um, Walden Books. If if anyone's ever heard of Walden Books, there's also uh, Zany Brainy and Books a Million. I used oh. to play at when I was a kid. I heard about those. What else two places I heard of? Yes. Yeah. And um. Yeah. I I built I built those decks, and I was I I I made no friends those weeks <laughs> until they banned those cards. And then there's a card that went with it called a uh, Sneasel. And for two dark, it just dark Pokemon just came out this set, Neo Genesis. And for two dark energies, which uh, can only be attached to dark Pokemon, and if they're attached to it, they, they do 10 extra damage for each energy. So for two dark energies, which is extra 20 damage, you flip a coin for every Pokemon in play, and for each hedge, you do, was it 20 damage still? Yeah, 20x, yeah. 20 for each hedge, yeah. So if you have two Sneasel in play, two dark energies on one, and four Slow King, you just flip six coins, and you can do up to 140 damage. And Sneasel only has 60 HP itself. Yeah. So... It's just Sneasels taking out Sneasels, and you're trying to use your guts to win the name of the podcast, by the way. They try to break up another Slow King to try to, you know, but you have to flip coins, and you're going after Sneasels, and you just, it was, it was a mess. It was a, such a huge mess. And that's only, that's for a while, that's all anybody played. That's all it was. 
Ah, uh, the old days. <laughs> Where everybody got their deck list out of, like, Scryer magazine and, like, Beckett and stuff Pojo. like that. And Pojo. Pojo. You ever seen Pojo? Oh, I was a, I was a, I was a moderator. I was a moderator on Pojo's forums for the trade section for the Yu-Gi-Oh. Were you? Yeah, I was a moderator for for uh, for, for, Pojo, for the Yu-Gi-Oh trades. Yeah, for trade cards by mail. Uh, and on. a different username, which I will never reiterate. But yeah, I was oh, a moderator my. on Pojo. Uh, my grandma could kill me because I kept uh, using her PO box because I was afraid to have stuff sent to my house. She said, "Stupid, there's another package here." <laughs> oh, she, she's never called me that before. I, I, I don't want to dox your name, bro. I mean, my name is Steven. It's not like... He it's said it. Not, he just did it. It's not private. Like it's. Next year, tell me her name is Emmy or something like that. That's well, up to, that's I mean, up. technically, it's not, but yes. <laughs> yes, but no? <laughs> it's not what my mom named me, but it's what I've gone by for so many years now. It's my name, you know? Well, I have another confession. My actual name isn't Gazerbeam. It's actually Ryan. Oh, I remember um, I remember all the times that you tried to tell everybody your name was Simon. But that started had... from Dream of Collectibles. Shout out to Dream of Collectibles. He started that. And I said, yeah, we'll roll with that. We'll go with it. Simon, sure, why not? And it worked for a while. But then uh, we did the uh, the gender reveal of the baby. And, I, you know, real name came out. I said, here it is. Here's, I'll leak it. But yeah, my real name is in case it's actually Ryan. Although at the shop locally, people stopped calling me Ryan. They first called me Ryan because they didn't know I streamed. But now they see me stream. They see the tweets and everything like that. They see me on uh, Facebook. And they're like, I'm Gazer, everyone. Else. Hey, yo, Gazer? Gazer's here. Gazer, you know, so, so now I'm just, I'm Gazer. The more I might legally change my name to that. Is do they listen to the podcast? And some of them do. I've seen, we've seen a couple of them in here. Mm -hmm. A couple do, a couple do. I'm trying to get more of them to listen to it. There you go. <laughs> Convert them all. Five yes. star reviews. <laughs> all right, let's So are we going to any more questions or we're going to wrap this up? I, what see, do do? I see one more uh, that's interesting. Uh, this one's from Arcane Warrior sixty nine, but also uh, on Twitch they're known as King of Hearts. King of Hearts, uh, what's up, King? I just, I just lost it. I just had it. I just lost it. There it is. What new aspects would you like to see added to the game? That's an interesting question. New aspects, huh? Well, we're already hmm. getting the the EXs return, and not capital yeah. EXs basic Pokemon. We're getting lowercase EXs, which could be basic stage one or stage two. In addition to that, we still don't know how the terrestrializing is going to work. I'm sure when they fully reveal, like, Coridon and Miridon or whatever, that we'll see that stuff. But, uh, I don't know. They said comeback mechanics were also coming. I would like to see more, like, in-between interactivity. Uh, like power so spray like, and uh, power like hand Yu -Oh? extension. Not necessarily like, like you. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hand yeah. traps. Let's get some hand traps. Let's get some ash blossom <laughs> and effect veiler up in here. You fool! You activated my hand card. <laughs> Just play. yeah. I'll discard my Mister Mime and reduce your attack by twenty damage or something stupid like that. You know that'd be dope. That would actually be kind of cool. Like I've got Mister Mime's barrier ability or whatever. You have to discard mm -hmm. it. Uh, you take. 20 less damage from that attack like nothing game breaking but it would be cool enough to like have some sort of interaction between turns or on your opposite turn i think i gotta roll with that idea too that sounds dope um we've only had a, a handful of cards that did that maybe like two or three four um something i want to see too is uh it's more so just a one one off thing but i want to see you, you mentioned too mr mime i want to see a pokemon power like that again or a billy like that for those who don't know there's a mr mime that came out in was that jungle set stupid Oh, or uh, if if it took the the attack damage that it would take would be higher than a certain number. It's cut off. 
Yes, I want to see something interesting like that. You know, I love mill tank because I, I like cards like that where you have to actually tech around stuff. You know, if you don't tech, you can get body and get walled. I love that kind of stuff. But I want to see something like that too, where you're like, what the, what the Mister Mime did, Emmy was a. Uh, it only had forty HP, and if an attack would do more than twenty damage to it, it didn't take any damage at all. Mm. So you can only you can only two shot it. So it had to be twenty and then twenty, and then you knock it out. Yeah, like, and to see like another card like that as a single prize would be kind of fun, I think. They attempted also, to do uh, stuff like that with the uh, the Mister Mime GXs, magic yeah, but that's a, and that's magic. That's a two prize, one hundred and fifty HP. It can get knocked out easily, and um, yeah, I I, I seen it, but eh, you're right. Yeah, it never did but, any good. Uh, but yeah, it's never did any good. Similar idea, like prevent damage if it's a certain amount. So yeah, and that could be fun too. I mean, that that damage is. I mean, scale that damage up and down is so easy. You put on a choice belt. You put on a uh, well, not a choice belt at the time. It was a muscle band. You put on muscle, muscle band. Yeah, muscle band on, or, uh, or a, a choice, choice band. Choice band. Yeah, you put yeah. one of those on and just you scale it how you want to. So that, I didn't like that. But um, another thing I like to see, a way for stage two is to just get out quicker. Just for stage two decks to see some type of play. Just a, a special type of rare candy for them. I don't know. Something. I don't know. A supporter that's like rare candy from the deck? If something like that, yeah. yeah. Draw two cards and go get a, a stage two from one of your basic Pokemon and put it on top. But it has to be a, a non-rule box or something like that. I don't know. Could be interesting. Yeah, that way stage two can actually, you know, see some play. Rillaboom is a great stage two, but no one plays it because... I mean, maybe, like, Colrus could find its way into decks that are like, alright, cool, I need to just find one out to my evolution and a rare candy in these five cards. Yeah. Yeah, I think the people have been talking about Colressa being like actually a pretty good card, even if you're not playing the Lost Zone engine. Yeah, I've heard I've heard rumors about that too. It's gonna start seeing play, especially uh, if we don't get anything to replace Marty in mm-hmm. the next couple months. So right. Yeah, Emmy, any uh, anything from you? Yeah, I think uh, something that I think is interesting. I don't know how it'll affect the game. Is those um tool cards that add v-star powers that we saw kind of get yeah yeah those are Um, those are interesting yeah i'm curious to see those and um see if we get any more leaked and i mean yeah it makes Mew better but at the same time i'm on on you guys i know why you guys like that card so much (laughs) but yeah he's a v-star now go genesect but um in all in like a more serious tone i think something i'd like the game to see overall is um having mechanics that aren't just in one set so not having you know like having all the lost origin stuff like lost zone stuff all in lost origin like i think that's something that they they kind of do is like each set has their own gimmick which makes sense for marketing and stuff but i'd like to see you know uh the idea of single strike and rapid strike not just get put into two sets back yeah. to back and then we don't see it ever again yeah so carry I think, over with that i agree Season yeah yeah like Yu-Gi-Oh. how like they, they put like an uh like 90 percent of an archetype out in one set and then over the years eventually oh here's another uh another card for this archetype and so on and so forth like i, I yeah like i that would be cool because then like that deck as long as it survives in the standard format would eventually get another card or two every couple sets that could bring it back into relevancy yeah, I think that would really be healthy for the meta as well. I think, you know, I've heard a lot of talk about how healthy our meta is right now. You could go pick so many different decks and do pretty well at an event right now. Um, but yeah, I think it would be really cool to see Pokemon not not give up on a gimmick so fast. But I am excited to see the lowercase EXs at the same time, so I don't know. It'll be fun. 
it should be good too. Because then you know, there's a there's there's work to uh, towards getting those big those big uh, dual prizes out. You have to work. You have to you know keep your basic alive, evolve it. It's not just I slap down my 230 HP Pokemon and your turn. Now right. I evolve into a 340 HP Pokemon, and yeah, so there's actually. It's, it's tougher, you know, which is good. Right. That's what that's why Steuben, the, the Sun and Moon era, you know, people love that era because, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, you know, you had GX that had to evolve. So, yeah, I have uh, I have uh, some uh, Sun and Moon through Lost Thunder decks uh, sleeved up somewhere. So mm-hmm. they're, they're they're fun to bust out and play with every once in a while. Follow the older rule where you can play a supporter in the first turn where like Lily and stuff like that mattered. It's always a good time. <laughs> Lily, remember, uh, remember, uh, Ka- not Kabu. What's the name? Kiawe. Yeah, Kiawe, Bridget, stuff like that. But no, right. I mean, good point. Good point. Yeah. I agree. So we've answered some questions. We've talked about everything we wanted to talk about off the itinerary. So at this point, the floor is yours, Emmy. Any plugs? Any shout outs you want to make? Uh, sponsor deals. Talk about the team. Uh, anything you want to say? Go for it. Uh, it's uh, the podium. Plug is away, yours. Thank you. Yeah, um, I'll talk about the team really quick. So yeah, Girl Power TCG. Uh, our mission is to make the game more open and friendly towards any women and non-binary players or players of you know marginalized genders. Um, you can message me directly, or you could message the Girl Power Twitter directly at Girl Power TCG. I'm at Husky Husky Two on Twitter. Um, and yeah, shout out to Kevin at Dragon's Lair. Shout out to everyone at the Oregon Pokemon Discord that was so welcoming to me when I first joined. Obviously, a huge shout out to everyone on my team. And yeah, I'm excited to meet people at Peoria. So if you see me, please don't hesitate. I will be probably wearing, hopefully, Girl Power TCG jersey. So I might be easier to pick out of a crowd. But yeah, please come say hi. I'm so excited to see everyone. And I'm so excited to leave up a deck and play some Pokemon. So thank you again for having me. This has been a blast. Awesome. Yeah, uh, her link is down below in the description. If you're listening, it'll, of course, be in the audio version's description as well. Uh, Mm -hmm. Gazer, do you have anything you want to add or say? Um, just Emmy, thank you for being on. Uh, I've interacted with you and talked with you on Twitter plenty of times, sharing jokes. You took my uh, Ampipom deck list and you respected it, and I respect you for that. Um, this is better. This is a much better um, interaction than meeting Mitch. He and I had different views on things, and I had no <laughs> idea he was uh, going to be like that. But you and I, uh, we share a lot of the same thoughts. I respect you. Uh, I have a new appreciation for you. This is great. You don't like Gen Five either. You never, you never played it, so this is perfect. You respect Ampipom. I really, this was great. I'm, but no, Emmy, I'm, I'm glad you Thank came you. on. Uh, <laughs> I also I have, a, I have a thing for you, Gazer, and I've told this to someone else too. If I get my world's invite, I will play Ambipom. No. I will. <laughs> if I get it, if I get my world's invite, but I will go play Ambipom. I, w- I will do it. So, oh God. hopefully I get it. <laughs> I've never told anybody to throw intentionally at this point, but you might want to start throwing intentionally. <laughs> Don't give this Don't man his world. honor. I won't play it at Worlds, but I'll go play it at a Regionals. Okay, there we go. <laughs> but no, Emmy, it's been a, it's been great having you on. Uh, just interacting with you online is laughing with you. Uh, the watching, listening, listening to you uh, commentate with Doom. I think we when we all commentate with Doom, it's a good time. Doom and I, we can't stop laughing. Doom's a little more serious with Doom, but Doom says he you know picks up a lot of good things from you. And then you and Doom have good flow together too. Although early on, Emmy, you were kind of confused on certain things. You're like, um, oh, yeah, I don't think they could play. Oh wait, oh they, oh oh, there's a okay escape rope. Okay, that's there. <laughs> Yeah, no, for sure. I mean, go ahead. No, oh, I was gonna say no for sure. No, and I've learned so much in a condensed period of time, and mm-hmm. I forget what the phrase is, like the mathematical equation that does that. I've I've just skyrocketed in terms of you know Pokemon knowledge and really understanding you know game state and state. Okay, but I mean, we're talking about Pokemon, not math here. Don't throw math in, in my Pokemon game. 
You know what I... Well, you gotta do math to know if you're doing knockout or not, no, I, right? No, I don't. I just swing and hope I kill him. Oh, my goodness. But, yeah, no, I've, I've learned a lot in a short amount of time and definitely made lots of commentating mistakes and nerves. And I know um, there was a kind of, like, uh, more negative video made about Frosted Caribou doing kind of a similar thing when she was commentating for the first time at NAIC. And, yeah, no, it's it's great to learn and to have those the ability to make them those mistakes and learn from them but yeah no we'll, we'll keep doing it <laughs> yeah and just just the fact you uh what you did for uh for the whole, the whole girl power team you know helping get that started uh you supported uh boo and that just blew up i was selling a uh, prime time you know how how you just you made that tweet and it blew up overnight and then you were surprised with the followers you picked up and the traction it got and just i'm happy for you you know i'm just i'm happy you're doing what you're doing and uh the area you're in is a really powerful area you have yourself senior doom mellow magic card uh that one calvin dude whoever he is you know cal cal's good come on yeah that guy anyway <laughs> whatever his name is him that guy he's okay but no you you guys have a rich area over there i'm i'm happy you're into the game now and uh hope to see you at a regional pretty soon thank you so much <laughs> sue closing thoughts what's up yeah uh this is awesome thank you uh for coming on i, I appreciate your time um the next time that we'll be recording, it'll be pretty big. You'll want to come Bro. back here to Bro, this YouTube stop. channel. Stop. Uh, October 4th at stop. 7 p.m. Eastern time. Stop. I'm not going to say who is going to be here, uh, but definitely you, you'll want to come back uh, for that for sure. Uh, so if you're listening to this on Anchor, Spotify, Google, Apple, don't forget to leave us a review. That would really help out uh, pushing the podcast out there a little bit more to more audiences and more listeners. And yeah, come Yo, come hang out on the YouTube you, channel uh, and, the, and Twitch streams and all that. Links are always down in the description below. Twitch is on our YouTube and everything. Well, not my YouTube, but yeah, stupid. stupid. What if we mouth out the name? We, what if you say the name, we, we beep it later on and just mouth it out? See if the name has been said multiple times in this episode by the two of you. Don't give a clue like that. That's too obvious. That doesn't matter. We're not. We're <laughs> it. But yeah, that, that, that's it from us. Um, yeah. For the Gust of Wind podcast, again, uh, much love to everybody. Thanks for listening. All the support, even after the time off and everything being back and seeing the numbers better than they were before. It's been dope, uh, man. You it's guys been are so the bomb. Cool. Uh, so, yeah, sh uh, show some love and support to Girl Power as they start their competitive journeys together. And, of course, to Emmy and, uh, and Gazer, if he ever gets his butt to a regional. That'd be cool. <laughs> I'll, be there. I'll be one of them. I'm thinking, uh, I'm thinking San Diego... Some East Coast one, and then uh, I'm thinking Portland too. I'll there see you in go. Portland, right, Amy? Yeah, home hometown regionals. I'm so yep. excited. Yep. <laughs> yeah, that's it for us. Uh, we'll see you in the next episode. Thanks for listening and watching, and uh, much love. Peace out. Later, you guys.